You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check them out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And, yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos, and I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out, the Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos, and bam, it's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is, and you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy, and I'd just be tired, and I pull my glass, and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is off the charts. And I'm talking anywhere from, you know, their rifle scopes to their range finders. Uh, they all introduced the new BDX system. Guys, check them out. Support a company that supports your favorite podcast, SigSour.com. What is up? Man, I got to give a big shout out to my boy over at TheHangerCode.com. Luke and I have teamed up. And I am excited about this one. Man, I've had European mounts all over this place just laying here, just taking a space, really not displayed in any fashion. And now he has pimped out all my European mounts. I literally got this tabletop one. Now I'm displaying right here on the podcast table. It's the Javelina, and it is sick, and I love it. Guys, check him out. Go to his website at www. Uh, thehangerco.com and that's h-a-n-g-r co.com guys he has european mounts uh for everything he has it from deer bobcat from all your african games like literally he has it all and guess what it's american made and it's a small business so let's support that uh guys but that's not it by listening to this podcast you get to save 30 percent off your uh, purchase guys type in that code gu30 at the checkout save that money damn cody everybody be liking what we're doing with this bullhorn app yeah what's not to like man you get to text you get to call in you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode man we love it i love the interaction we get in with our uh, listeners guys if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast download the app bullhorn.fm your podcast app this podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products. Packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American made? I love it. America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's Kafaro.net. We're going to do podcasts like this either way. You know what I mean? You look pretty. I like the American flag. You look good. You look good. What have you been doing? Working out? No cold cuts? I worked out today. I did. Amy and I went to the gym. We joined the gym. The gym's nice. Yeah. Are we live yet? Uh, I believe so. 
<laughs> oh, never mind. I'm going to leave out what else we did. <laughs> you know, you got to snuggle. Save it on wood. Um, <laughs> Amy said three times. Three and times. Then, oh, my dick would be raw as fuck. Uh, Part of it. And then I stood out. I, I got in a sauna, then I went and stood outside. It's like a free cryo because it's like negative mm. 20 or something. Yep, yep. All right, let's do this. Ready? Yep. Are you sure? It's been yeah, a minute. Fuck it. I'm, I'm ready. All I was right. born ready. All right. You got a, you got a drink? You got a drink? Oh, that's my dog. Look, I, I even got the GU uh, glass. That's oh, my yeah. dog. That's my dog. <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Not quite a full bottle because I started a while ago. Just screwball. What up, what up, what up? We back. <laughs> it doesn't stop with me, Snyder. You know that. Come on, dog. We got uh, tonight a little Christmas special. We're doing some things a little different now. Um, we got my boy Josh Walker Yo. Uh, joining in on the set. Um, and tonight's guest, the one and only Aaron Snyder. What's up, Aaron? Not much. Just supposed uh, to say like living Benice, the dream. You're supposed to say like Benice, Davida, Merry Christmas, something. Come on. Feliz uh, Cinco de Mayo, Taco Supreme, <laughs> Burrito, uh, also Mono Ariba. I don't know any Spanish, man. Come on, I, dog. I you got to get with the program. I'm telling you right now, you say that Taco Supreme, I'm getting contact yeah. high over here from fucking uh, Josh right now, and I'm hungry as fuck now. <laughs> uh, what's up, Doc? Uh, no, nothing. It uh, it was uh, it was cold today up here. It was negative thirty five this morning. Negative. How cold well, it is now. what was it really though? And it felt like. Oh uh, fuck! It felt colder than that. Um, like it's negative twenty right now. Oh shit! It's it was negative eighteen when I pulled up here. Really? Yep. Negative eighteen. Oh shit! So that's way uh, way too cold. Um, definitely. Uh, I must say, uh, I'm so thankful for the lost parka because that shit is nice. <laughs> that is it is the best jacket I, I honestly own today for this shit. Honestly, yeah, it's warm. I mean, that thing's super warm. Dude, People I wore a t-shirt. About it. I wore a t-shirt, and that's it with that motherfucker. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It'll keep you alive. Oh shit! You it's, probably, you're probably not going to get laid in a bar with it, but you won't die. I mean, shit, dog. You're talking to fucking. I'm like fucking Chris Kingle, Kringle, Chris Kingle, Kringle, <laughs> Kringle, Kringle. Fuck it. I, I can fucking spit game, bro. I mean, I know it's been a minute since you had a spit game, but you know, I, once you have it, you have it. You know. Yeah. No, you're right. I. I, I do know a few people that could not get laid in a monkey whorehouse with a bag of bananas, no matter what they're wearing. <laughs> in a monkey whorehouse. That, that's Aaron for you. Um, so anyways, Aaron, I like, honestly, uh, not to get off topic, but this is one thing I want to know. Uh, what's, what's going on in Wyoming? How This is like, I know everybody's probably asked you, uh, like, oh, man, how's Kafar the move, this, that. This is what I really want to know. Is how is Amy adjusting to Wyoming and all this First winter there, um, how that? I mean, how's the life going there? You know, how's your life? Good. I mean, the, today was probably the coldest we've had. It's been relatively 
smooth. I mean, you know where I lived before. Fuck, it was it was yeah definitely colder where I lived before until today. And obviously, I don't know how cold it is on the top of the mountain above you, but it's been good. Um, you know, obviously, like I've started to kind of I say obviously if you follow along, kind of explore, take photos, and some of the different. Um, like bighorn sheep, we're going to head out and photograph some of the winter range before I head down to Arizona, the winter range mule deer. Um, but no, it's, it's good. I just, uh, I wish we would have moved here before, like earlier. Um, yeah, you like it that much, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, give you an example. Amy's fucking around on the couch. We saw two people and 70 bighorn sheep probably. And we saw two people, neither were photographers. And then I came back two weeks later uh, to a little a spot close to that. I saw one dude that was super cool. He was an older guy. He told me where he was headed to follow him at this other spot to photograph. If that was Colorado, there would have been fucking 75 photographers, 87 hikers, and a bunch of people tell me and I'm a dick because I'm wearing camo. So, yeah, we're in the right place. I mean, it's a <laughs> I, good spot. Yeah, I wondered about that, like – for you, I mean, you could probably, I mean, you could probably just take some fucking photography fucking anywhere you go, but Wyoming is definitely a special place for, like, wildlife place. I mean, it, it's nuts, right? Like, I, the pictures that you just sent me, especially with the little dick hanging out, I was a little jealous of that ram. Fuck, you know yeah, it's cold. Was, he, you know it's cold up there, too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a different atmosphere, and I'm not saying it's all... Well, so far it's been all good. Well, other than my fucking elk head got stolen, but I was in David's front yard. But um, yeah, I don't think like people are like, oh shit, you got it got stolen Riverton. I'm like, no motherfucker got stolen Rander Lander where all the rich people fucking live. It wasn't at my house. Like yeah. I got two goddamn guard dogs in a fucking mile long driveway. Like well, it didn't get stolen yeah, here. The, but you don't people the poor don't steal from the poor. <laughs> the poor steal from the fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we ain't going to fucking ghetto neighborhoods, bro. We going to rich neighborhoods. Yeah, when your neighbor comes over, he's like, "Man, I heard you got robbed. I didn't hear shit." Well, that's because you were doing shit. <laughs> Remember that on fucking Chris Rock? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. We're um. So I guess uh, how's the whole Christmas thing gonna happen this year? Is uh, you got family coming in? She got her mom, dad coming down, or what? No, we're horrible i was actually i almost left to go hunting um <laughs> of course you would <laughs> and uh, yeah i know right and she was with me though for thanksgiving no you weren't with me for thanksgiving were you no i i went i'm an asshole i was hunting for thanksgiving i remember um, and were you down at topo weren't you man i gotta be honest with you i can't fucking remember where was i i think you were yeah, i was with scotty yeah scotty with scotty. And I, had a I think milk I, steak for i remember that yeah You've been, you've been there for the last couple Thanksgivings, I believe. Man, the biggest deer I think I've ever, whitetail I've ever killed was on Thanksgiving Day. Really? Um, yeah, and so that big, crazy wizard hand, acorn-looking buck. Anyway, um, I, I, I was going to go back to Nebraska for a mule deer. That's the only tag I actually didn't fill that on after this year. Um, and this storm came in, so I said, fuck it. And then... Um, we went and well, I went and photographed the the sheep again the day I was supposed to go to Nebraska, and then I'm going to head down to Arizona, and um, you know what? I'm not even going to discuss where I'm hunting down there. It's it's a uh, uh, JP with Big Chinos helping me out as far as where to, you know, go give me some insight on that, and then I'm meeting Ryan Rotier down there for that, and then 
I'm uh, supposed to go to Mexico um, with Rotier after that. Then I come back and guide for for Scotty. We got a couple TV shows coming down. Um, Damn. That, uh, we we're gonna film, so. it's, uh, it sounds busy. Sounds busy as fuck. Yeah, it's been busy. The thing, though, like the really good thing is um, the crew is definitely, specifically like Anders, and I'm not taking away anything from anyone else, but Anders has done some pretty miraculous shit. And, uh, you know, since we moved, um, you know, we were closed down for almost three months. And then now he's shipping in 24 hours or less. And, uh, you know, pretty much runs everything. He's done like super, like he's, he's definitely, he's, he's crushed it. He's done really well. So my stress level has gone way the fuck down to the point. Shit. I've even slept eight hours a couple of times, twice, I guess. With, um, with no gummies, with, no gummies. No, I take trazodone, so I can't say it's without any help. But, um, but even still, normally that's five to six hours. So, like, uh, my stress level's gone down. He's he's crushed it. It, it with the rest of the crew, Amanda and Kenzie and Bender. But I mean, uh, Anders has really fucking stepped up. So, well, you know, Anders has always had a good head on his shoulders, man. Like, I mean, he's <laughs> he's a G. You know what I mean? And like, the more you, he probably hung around with you guys, and the more he got to know the system. It was only going to go up from there, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Our sales once the the um, move kind of went through and we got inventory and all that bullshit taken care of, our sales went up almost four hundred percent, back to where they should be and above, Holy which is shit. cool. And we That's had, dope. We had to dump some fucking inventory though. Like there was some issues with. I, there were some problems with uh, ordering things that shouldn't have been ordered when we were closed down. So we ended up with over inventory. So we had a sale for that. So we had to dump, you know, people with us. Anytime we put anything on sale, people are like, are you discontinuing it? And we just had too much of some shit we need to get rid of. So we had a Christmas kind of holiday sale, which just went like really well. Um, but like this year, we'll see. Uh, Amy was just giving me shit. She's like, every year when I'm done guiding, she's like, man, I, I, I always tell her, like, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> and sure as fuck. I'm like, hey, honey, I'm going to head down into January and, uh, you know, I'll be back in a couple months. She's like, I thought you said you were going to do that. She doesn't give a shit. It's just, you know how it is. Like, yeah. you get back from a backpack hunt on the way out. You're like, fuck, that was horrible. You get to the truck. You're like, God damn, I can't wait to go back. Mm-hmm. I just, I like being on the side of the mountains. So. Yeah. Um, speaking of the mountain, have you been on, uh, you know, like in Wyoming there, you pretty much know, like, where the fucking animals are already. Like, you know, to take all those pictures that you've been taking, how the fuck do you find all those animals? Man, you know what? It's actually people, um, you know, I don't know how long this will last, but like, like people have been very forthcoming with like in Colorado, I had to earn it, you know, a hundred percent. I had to go out and figure it out the different hunting areas or photography or whatever, where, you know, here, um, people a lot more like forthcoming with, with, with info, like, Hey man, go over here. There's some big horn sheep. And then, you know, obviously having the, you know, like, okay, I'm going to go there and look. Um, but like there was a, a specific buck or two bucks that I was looking for that I was wanting to photograph on the Wyoming range. And I had six different people get a hold of me telling me they would take me to that deer to photograph it. Oh, that no shit, shit does not happen. Yeah. That doesn't happen in Colorado. That is cool. That is fucking cool. I mean, that's just show you that. I mean, there's some good people out there, let alone it could be just Wyoming, but there is good people out there and they're probably good followers of your, of your, uh, you know, your crew, your Kafaro life crew, you know, 
It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a while. We did. I had two. No, I had four days off where I was back here in October, and we did a. I'm looking at my wife. Is that fucking right? We did a free seminar, um, which was cool. I think like 40 people showed up or something like that. Um, you know, just on tuning and scoring and shit or whatever, which was super cool. It's kind of last minute. It was just I happened to be in town, but. I mean, it was really cool meeting some of the different people that came in, um, you know, for that that class. And then obviously we're going to even expand that even more as far as doing the classes and everything. So, Dude, uh, j- probably just for the community where you're at. Like, I mean, because I've been there. I mean, there's not a whole lot of shit going on there. You know what I mean? So for you to come here and offer something like that, I mean, there's not like a no limits there. You know what I mean? Like there's no big pro shops no. anywhere around. So for you to offer that like you know you're talking the best of, like this is like bringing hartford into a middle of nowhere you know what i mean and you offer this and it's free i mean could you imagine that growing up as a kid no no i, 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 I could not no I, I couldn't even imagine having this a place even in where i was from north platte what you're offering fuck dude as a kid dude i could be fucking slaying some shit then you know what I mean? Like, if I had your knowledge back then, fuck. Right. You know what I mean, Aaron? Well, Quiver of fives? No, I'd be beating your ass. I could be you. <laughs> I could be you now. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, it's it's actually funny, um, a little off the subject, but on the same, I'm writing an article right now called What Really Matters, and uh, I was taught, I, I kind of, the article is basically based off of, like, what actually you know, over, and you, you know me better than anyone, you know, you rewind, rewind life, right? Like where yeah. I started hunting and others, but it's obviously I'm trying to use me to both make fun of and show what it takes to like commitment is like, as you know, I, I wasn't raised with any money. So I kind of had to hack it out, figuring it out. And, you know, was it, uh, was it fitness? Mm, I mean, fitness helps, but that wasn't really it. Was it gear? Well, gear makes you a little bit more comfortable, but you know, that doesn't really get it done. Um, you know, was it like, you know, with when I say gear, like guys will buy brand new bows every year, which I'm a gear junkie, I get. But like, hey, I can't afford to come out west. You know, it's too expensive, but they buy a brand new bow every year yeah. or, or whatever. You know, really what it is, is the, the dedication and commitment, um, learning animal behavior and just having that, you know, going, right? Like just being out there and learning that helps you be successful and, the article is probably going to piss people off. I'm sure there'll be fucking threads on rock slide and archery talk and shit or whatever, you know, how that goes. But you know what I like with, with what we're talking about, what I try to teach is not like, um, I mean, it's, it's really not just like, okay, this is the arrow you need to shoot or this is the sight or the bow. That stuff's easy. It's like, Hey, when you get back there, like a, B and C are going to keep you alive. You know what I mean? Um, D, E, and F are going to help you find animals. So it's it's really good as far as that goes because if you go back, like, say, on a high country mule deer hunt, um, and I send I send you two back there, and I'm like, hey, guys, head back to this spot. There's deer back there. <laughs> well, I got you there. Fuck, after that, there's a lot of fucking unknowns that you guys just aren't going to have under your belt yet until you do it a few times. So that's what we try to teach in those classes. Which is, that's I think that's the biggest learning curve to learning to go back there right i mean it really is like knowing where does why why did where they lay on this side of the, of the slope 
you know, wise, you know, of the mountain. Like that's a lot of things where I, I had to learn over the years too, that I was like, fuck. I mean, you know, speaking of all this stuff, like I never realized like how much I took for granted you being my neighbor and me, or just you living up here, I should say, and how often we shot together because, you know, there's times where I'm like, fuck man. I, I like I'm not I'm not gonna suck your dick because I'm not gonna do that. But um, I I got, I got Josh here. He knows that. <laughs> you got, but, nah, I'm straight but, on that. But, too, <laughs> but but like honestly, like I miss just you know us hanging out, doing whatever, uh, shooting. But if I had a questions or whatever, or I'd come up and see you, like I miss that part. The thing I was t- taking for granted was the knowledge that you gave me every time. Yes, it might have cost my pocketbook <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you know, we might have betted a lot on the range, but like all the stuff that you taught me, like we were betting, but you were always like telling me, "Hey, watch your footing." Like this is when your cam should be facing this way. Like I would have never known any of that bullshit if it wasn't for us going shooting, right? Like it's true. The, the the way I try to explain it, and having to like Josh, you played what four, five, six years in the yep. NFL, yeah. So, and Luke, you fought, you know, what, fuck, 30, 40, whatever. Yeah. Prof- how many professional fights? Yeah, fuck load of professional 50, fights. 50 plus. 50 plus. So, I mean, you don't have to be, I mean, whatever, I don't know, whatever, Ronnie fucking lot to, to have some background behind you. If you get to that level, you're at a fucking high level where you, whether you played, Josh, what, how many, would you play, four years or five? In the I NFL? played five, yep. Five. Yep. It takes a lot to fucking get there, right? So for me to say, you know, let's say I rewind, I'm 22, uh-huh. to go up to Josh and be like, hey, dude, I want to play in the NFL. What the fuck do you say to a guy? Like, look, man, you got, yeah. you got to work on speed and you're, you know, like you can't unravel that box of fucking chocolates in five minutes. There's a lot to learn. And there's also, in, in both of you know, there's dedication, drive, commitment. And then there's also the, what you're born with, like, you know, I you know, can you dunk, right? If you're going to go play basketball, do you have speed? Do you have, you know, whatever, the, the ability to read the field? <clears throat> People have a hard time, to me, correlating that or paralleling it. Like, when you can fight really well, that's really not that much different when you break it down to, like, the, the brass tacks of killing an animal. I've known wrestlers that know ahead of time what their opponent's going to do before they do it. And they've also known those those really good Tommy Clark. He told me when he wrestled in the Pan Am games, he's like, I knew exactly what my opponent was going to do a half a second too late, right? Masters of the art. Yep. Hunting's no different. To be a good surgeon, you got to do a lot of surgeries. You got to go, you got to practice, right? To be a hunter, you got to fucking hunt, right? You got to be behind the bow. You got to, you know, you learn so much. And I learn to this day, I'm learning shit all the time. Well, you know, I didn't have anyone to really help me through that. And so, like, when I can help guys like you of, hey, we're sitting down on a rock, we're looking at an animal, and I'm like, all right, look, Walker, this is probably what you're going to need to do. Go this way. Now, when you get to, you know, from A to B, once you get to B, dude, you're going to have to assess that fucking situation and figure out you go left or right. And then, you you know, you're you knowing which way to go is off of experience, and I've just been lucky enough you know, trying not to sound fucking arrogant. I've got to hunt a lot. So I've, I've had a lot of experience and I try to, you know, you, you living by me, I try to help you out with that. 
you do, and I guess that's one of those things where I kind of just took for granted. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess I never really took it for granted. I just, I guess more so now that I realize, like, damn, I was one lucky motherfucker to have you next to me. And, you know, you know, that being said is this drink break is brought to you by KillCliff.com. Energy that doesn't suck. KillCliff is the clean energy drink with no sugar and 150 milligrams of clean caffeine. Now with 100% more winning. Because losing sucks and losing is for losers. That I mentioned is totally American and a proud partner of the Navy SEAL Foundation. Guys, check them out. Killcliff.com. Type in our code GU15. You know, it, it was more like just not only the the good shit that you've always taught me and everything, but it was like just the, the times we could sit across the table on podcasts. I mean... I, I got to say, like, you literally grew my podcast to where it's at now because you live you lived right down the road. We, you know, I mean, one of the best times I had with you was probably me stitching you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like me. It was good for you. <laughs> it was like me stitching you up. And um, it was like, uh, just to me, it was like, that's a memory that I'll never, ever forget in oh, as long as I, I live. <laughs> I mean, the finger still works, right? God, hey, it's, I don't know if you can see it's it's healed up nicely. It's on, good, right? Like no fucking, you didn't get no infection or nothing. You were good, not too bad with some no. pair of pliers. <laughs> shit, yeah, no shit. That was some that oh, was some fuck. crazy shit, dude. Like when he really did ask me, I was like, "Fuck, okay." I mean, I mean, I stitched up an eyebrow, gl- super glue some nose. Really stitched his shit up. Yeah, right here, huh? Damn. Yeah, he fucking. Oh, it was fucking. It was fucking painful there towards the end. I was like, dude, just fucking jamming in there and get it done. I mean, the needle that he brought me looked like a fucking Ooh. something that you would give a fucking so you, leather like a with fish hook, like a big ass yeah. marlin. Swear to God, Whoa. it wasn't a tiny hook. God, boys. Um, I think though, like with what I'm talking about, since like you two were on the podcast, like you know, two very skilled or very athletic people. Um, the parallel I'm trying to make or whatever is like, whether you're good at IT work or you're good at, I don't give a fuck, you're a lawyer, right? It parallels into anything that, that you're looking at doing in the sense of like, if, if you've got a guy that if, if, if like, like if Josh lived by me and I was a young kid looking to, to make it or make it to the NFL or go to college playing football, you know, he's going to be able to teach me shit that I just don't fucking know. Now that may be physical, that may be mental, or that may be on the business side of not getting fucking raped when I come out of college with contracts or whatever, just general shit. And so when it comes to actually boots on the ground is, is Luke, you know, better than anyone. I'm not a very good adult. Um, so like the day-to-day life is different, but, but surviving in the outdoors is something that I'm good at other shit. Not, not so much. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you took it for granted at all. It's just I happened to live by you, and then now that I'm gone, you're like, fuck, I got a question, and Aaron's in fucking Wyoming, so I'm just not there anymore. Yeah, but that, I don't think that, you took that, it for granted. That part sucks really bad. Like, um, it really does. I mean, you know, it's just, um, it's 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 different because, like, um, now that you moved, and I've, I've became great friends here with Josh, and he lives right down the road from us now where, where we used to live, where you used to live. And, um, 
So it's been kind of it's been kind of nice to not say that you're replaceable because you're not. Um, it's just nice to have like somebody up because you know where we live, where I live. It's nowhere, like yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like you. We got neighbors right next to each other that we could bullshit with and have something in, in common. And with your status that you have in the industry, Aaron, I guess that's kind of what I just took for granted. And like I said, like it doesn't matter what I was doing. If I was doing a a bake pay, uh, a, if I was doing shooting guns and not bows and i i said i had aaron steiner on here and i need your help to build my my audience it doesn't fucking matter if it's not about you shooting a bow it's just you personally i think yeah you kill a lot of shit with the bow but i you know it i I think it's just your 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 karma your deal what you do what you bring out to the people I mean, look for Christ's sakes, Aaron. When you ask a question on Instagram, how many fucking questions do you get? <laughs> I see it. You know what? <laughs> and you don't even answer them all, probably, huh? Snyder, please no, come hunt. No. Can you please I'll, come uh, hunt, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll. Uh, you know what I'll do? Because uh, I had somebody ask me this earlier. I'm going to record right now the amount of questions and i'll send it to you because it is crazy thank you (laughs) it's nuts from what you do now and like i i it's just crazy but here's the thing like you practice what you preach and this is one thing i will tell everybody like i get cut tons of questions now and like people always ask me to this day like hey are you and snyder good dude are you guys good and i'm like yeah the fuck you want us to be doing, you know? He lives a fucking a different state now. Facts. He used to live fucking 15 minutes from me, you know? There's a lot of things different now. Um, does it suck? Yeah, but I don't have to, you know, like, what do we What do we text maybe once every two weeks or maybe that, you know? It, it, we're, we're good, you know? And, like, um, it, it's not like I... You know, if you need something, you all you got to do is ask, right? It's not like, and then if on Instagram, maybe I'll throw an emoji at you. You know, it's not like we're um, we're any different than when we started, you know? I guess that's what I, I, I get. People ask me like, oh, man, don't do you, are you and Snyder the same, man? Or you guys don't do anything. I'm like, what the fuck do you expect us to do? You know, it, it, it's nuts. No, I mean, people, whatever, the internet's fucking crazy. But I think, like, people need to realize um, at a certain point, like, you and I are close enough, we could talk once every six months and strike it up like we never stopped talking or whatever. And, you know, the other thing, too, is I, you got shit going on, and I do, so I don't I don't try to bug you, um, you know, too much or whatever, obviously. But I, um, the, the internet is a good place for people, not all, but some, um, and this is whether it's entertainment or photography or fuck where the world Josh came from football for fuck's sake, like, or basketball. If you don't have a life, fuck it on the internet. You can just talk <laughs> shit about people that do. It's very, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Very easy for people to do. Yeah. <laughs> internet will always like, win. dude. If I ever get bored, I'm going to read about Larry bird, LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Yep. Right. Larry Bird being white pride. Like, he's the only fucking white hope we got. <laughs> was fucking, he's the great white hope. better than Larry? Yeah, and then was LeBron better than MJ? And how much shit did Larry Bird talk? And how would they all match up? And fuck, you can go down a fucking, like, wormhole of hatred 
about three of the greatest players that ever lived, which probably all three would get along. And and it's fucking crazy to me because hunting's no different or photography. Like when you when you see people like trying to stir something up, like I've had people message me, "Are you and Luke still good?" I'm like, Luke could fucking sleep with my wife. Don't do it, honey. Um, <laughs> hey, no, uh, hey, uh, that that's fucking crazy there, dog. Because that's crazy talk, though. <laughs> pushing the limit. I mean. That's now, close. hold on. If you get to see Amy's boobies, I want to see Kalina's. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Like, there's got to be an eye for an eye on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's got to equal out. But, but like, you know, I mean, people, I'm like, Jesus, fuck people. Like, what are you, you are you looking for fucking drama? Yeah. So, yeah, it is yeah, interesting. Are, though, well, and I, and here's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to uh, bring up old shit. It, it was the whole part of Kafaro leaving, Frank staying, and like when the whole thing was when when Frank was guiding uh, with with Nestor and they're like, oh, so are you and Nestor against Aaron now? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Why are you guys t- even messaging me this bullshit? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was just to me, it was just well, that's funny because fucking Nestor messaged me and was like, hey man, do you care if uh, you know Frank guides guides for me? I'm like, no, fuck no. I'm like, I don't wish Frank any fucking ill will. Like I. Fuck yeah. no! Like have, I don't care. Yeah. Um, people try to make that into something that it's it's not. Well, it's not on my end anyway. I I, I, I realize that, Aaron. I realize that, and I, that is one thing that I will say that I was not cool with on people. Just and I'm not. And I'm nowhere near your status, right? Like in the outdoor industry, and, and me and Josh, like this is different. Like if it was fighting or if it was football, yeah, maybe. But this is one thing I do not want to have anything to do with is the drama that you have to deal with being in your role, right? So you're a boss of you're you're the CEO of fucking Kafaro, the one of the biggest things. So there was a lot of lot of drama moving towards Wyoming and it was so funny because everybody wanted to stir the pot. People that I didn't even know would message yeah. me. They're like, so what's gonna happen? Are you what? Who? What are you gonna do? What the fuck am I gonna do? What do you mean? Why don't you fucking <laughs> like, like? Listen, like, like seriously, there was probably there was a probably about I would say over 30, 40 messages that I opened and I read and I blocked because one. Well, here's one thing: I just was like, I'm done dealing with people like them. I don't need their following. I don't want to deal with their following. My my whole deal was. Man, how could you guys fucking be so cool to us when we were together and then when you, we separate, now all of a sudden you want to find out what side I'm on or or what, what team am I pushing for or like am I going to be on this team, this thing? And, and yeah. you, you know you know where I'm at. My whole thing is, Aaron, when you came when you came – into my life. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Yeah. It's funny say, like, when you, you came in my life, right? You gotta like, say no, you gotta say no homo. <laughs> no, yeah, my man, no homo. But it was funny because I came out of I came out of um fighting and I wanted to be into your world in the outdoor industry. You were the first big company that I fucking knew and that and I never even bought a pack through Kafaro at the time. I was I bought a pack, a second, uh, a cheaper pack, I should say, through Phil Mendoza. That was a Kafaro pack, 
And I was like, dude, this is the shit. I want to work with them. I finally met you. You were an asshole at the RG range at no limits. You might have deserved that, but <laughs> yeah. we don't need to. <laughs> but do either way, I know I don't want to tell that story again. <laughs> but either way, here's the here's the, the the moral of the story is I came to you. You knew me maybe a little bit more than some, but you didn't give a fuck. You were like, I like you, Luke. I'm gonna help you. I have never forgotten that ever. To this day, my dog, he's got that screwball dog. Get some of that. Get some of that, get some of that right now. That screwball. Right now. Let's have a Merry Christmas. Well, Cheers. Real quick. Uh, I, I think what, like, you know, the. Uh, Hold on, Aaron. Hold on, Aaron. Hold on, Aaron. I got, I got, I'm going to have a cheers with you because here's why. Wait, I, I can't see your screen. So. I know. My bad. I, I shut that fucker off. I don't care. But if we can see you holding epical, epical. Hey, Josh is rolling a blunt, so hold on. Josh, come on, dog. We're going to do a little cheers. I want to cheers to you, though. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you being in Wyoming. I'm happy for you being in Amy. Uh, or being in Amy. I was in Amy three times. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for you and Amy. And I'm happy to meet Josh here now and you. And thank you for being on the podcast tonight. That's it. Cheers. Let me have a swig. Cheers, boys. <laughs> but back to the story. When all these people came and tried to stir up the pot, when all this shit was going on, I fucking realized a couple things in um, my life. Social media is way overrated. Mm. Way overrated. <laughs> you need it. But I could go without it. You know what I mean? I wish it wasn't yeah, necessary. No, it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. I wish it, it is. It's necessary because yeah. we got to do it because yeah. it's, it's today's living, right? Yeah. I could be without it because of this BS behind the whole, for every uh, thing that goes on. Like, here's the thing, man. Mike Tyson said it the best, right, Aaron? Oh, the yeah. internet, internet has it's made people w- soft. Mm. Well, it's given the people the ability to talk shit without mm, having any consequences. And yeah, with with everything you're talking about, and and you know, like we've talked about this before, like like with the Frank situation, you know, I it was weird because there's one specific person that had kind of gone on a tirade, um, including to one of my mutual friends, where you know he was. Like, look what Aaron did to Frank, and fucking my buddy was like, dude, Aaron misses Frank. Like, it fucking killed him mentally. Like, it, it, and it did more than people probably realize. Like, not to get like too kumbaya holding hands, but like, Frank was a guy that I never realized, that I'd never thought that I would be without for the rest of my life, you know, as far as handing in the company and taking over. And he d- made decisions that he thought, and maybe they were whatever for the best for him. But like, like I don't wish Frank any ill will. I, I miss Frank, and I don't miss Frank when I say miss him. Like work well. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't work well, but I mean, just having Frank around. He's a funny little fucker, and I, I like Frank. What people turned that into, and Frank did not help that in some ways. But I mean, bottom line is like we moved. Frank said he would move. He didn't move. He was mad at the choices I made after that. You know, whether that was right or wrong or whatever, the thing is, it's like, I hope Frank succeeds. I don't have any fucking issues with Frank. Um, you know, do I think he could have handled things a little different? Yes. Should I have handled things different? Probably. 
But it's like the fucking amount of people that got involved in shit Ugh. that they shouldn't have got involved in is fucking amazing. There was one crazy bitch that started a fucking TikTok page that was anti-Aaron, and, and she was friends with Frank, but uh, anti-Aaron just to stir up shit. Yeah. And it was, I was just like, good, good Lord, people. Like, yeah. you know, people are trying to stir up shit to get me to hate Frank. I'm like, how can you go fucking 10 years of your life I, I get having it. a guy as a brother and then all of a sudden fucking hate him. I don't work that way. And it, well, it was weird to me. And in and, and, and that same topic, man, I had the same deal because there was a lot of things coming in from left field. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, here's the thing, dude. You guys got to realize, like, I, when you, when I came to Kafaro and you brought me in as a, as a Kafaro, like, listen, dude, this isn't just for a, I'm going to sponsor you, Luke. No, man, you guys are fucking, here's the thing. If you guys quit sponsoring my podcast, sponsoring me, because obviously, you know, I'm the biggest fucking killer fucking in, in the industry, right? Like I'm slaying shit, right? Like, here's the thing. Like, I'm honest with you, right? Like. Here's the thing. I'm a tryer. I'm a try harder. <laughs> I'm a good tryer, right? So, yeah. here's the thing. If you cancel my my sponsorship and say, "Oh shit, man, Luke, guess what, man? Things ain't gonna fucking work out this year," and um, we can't sponsor your shit no more. Okay, guess what? Am I gonna jump on any other backpack company? No, man. Guess what? I'm not that person. I know what I wear and I represent. This is my this is my deal. I love Kafaro. Sometimes it, I may not see eye to eye with you on a couple things, but you're still my dog, right? You're still my dog, and I will never forget the the shit that we have shared and done. That being said, Aaron and I will say this on the podcast: I have came to Kafaro a lot of times just to hang out with Frank. And that's why he's he's he was a friend of mine too. How many times did me and you and him go shooting Golden American Bowman? And I miss that more than anything. I do. And I know it's a different time, different deal. But man, I just want to say I cherish all those times that we've had together. And fuck, I, I just I get mad at Frank too sometimes too. I'm like, why don't you just go to fucking Wyoming, you pussy? <laughs> I do. Well, I mean. Again, like the the bottom line of all this, and I mean, you know, whether there's criticism for the statement I'm about to make or not, was if if Frank moved, obviously all of this is a moot point, you know? So, I mean, obviously we had a... a Yeah, you guys did what you guys had to do. Yeah, and so like there's tons of different companies that that move, and, you know, again, it, it was a weird dynamic. There's a lot of shit that went on that... That, um, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether it was our fault or Frank's fault or whatever, the bottom line, Frank didn't move. Period. It's pretty hard when my right-hand man or a guy, and whatever views he had or thought, you know, it was, it was weird because I've heard things that he said. Anyway, it was strange. But the, the thing is, is I, I needed Frank to move, not because of his work ethic or how well he was, at, good at what he was at running a business or, or, or doing what he did. I'm not taking anything away from him with that. I needed Frank to be Frank. Yeah. I didn't need, you know, that's what I needed. Yep. And, and for that to happen, I needed Frank with me. Now, yep. what, what I think that, that got, 
totally fucked up. And obviously I get Frank, you know, he had a little temper tantrum thing where he's like stone glaciers. Awesome. I mean, I don't really fucking care. Right. I mean, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I don't fault Frank, you know, he did what he thought was right. The bottom line, like at the end of the day for me, I can't speak for Frank. I haven't talked to him. Do I miss Frank gun to my head? I fucking miss Frank at a level that, that which my wife would tell you it has affected me mentally difficult, yeah. like, like bad because I don't have that many close friends. And that guy, was a, he was a dude that I looked at long-term, like literally I would I do anything. For. And so what, what was amazing to me with all the different shit going on, like I miss Frank. I wish he was here. I wanted him to be here. He made decisions was what that turned into. And it turned into shit that some of it was realistic. When I say realistic, like, um, you know, did I do the right thing? Yeah. By, uh, you know, basically saying, hey, Frank, this isn't going to work. Did Frank do the right thing by not moving? None of that was really anybody's fucking business, right? Yeah. Like, to me, that that was between us and Frank. And then after that was, okay, there's this, like this big line drawn. That was really fucking weird because it's like, look, if, if, if Alex and, and you or whoever are friends with Frank – that doesn't mean I'm not going to be friends with you and fucking Alex, right? It was fucking weird because it's like, Jesus Christ, everyone. Frank made a decision. I made a decision. We're both grown-up fucking individuals. Why are you affecting everyone, stirring up fucking drama? Because Frank was very good to us, and we were very good to Frank, in my opinion. I was good to Frank, and he was good to us. Yeah. After that, people just stir up shit. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I noticed more. I'm the best thing is mind your own fucking business in the whole thing. Facts. You that know solves what I mean? everything. That it, solves everything. It, 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 mind your own fucking business, right? Like, guess what? Messaging or DMN people doesn't fucking help. This is one thing I will know that I found out on this whole situation. I don't even want to be in, involved with it any more than I had to, but I would because guess what, man? You two motherfuckers are like brothers to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, here's the thing, Aaron. Yeah. Like, people ask me, like, oh, I got to do this and that and whatever. I got to say that. Listen, I, if, if Kafaro, if Kafaro says, well, shit, we're at the end of the year right now. Kafaro says, hey, next year, guess what, man? Luke, we got to, we're going to cut your budget. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Whatever. Guess what, motherfucker? Dog, you're still my dog. I will still do. I will still. Yeah. I will still slap the fuck out of Gritty Bowman if you wanted me to. You know I think what I mean? A lot of people would. You know what I mean? Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm your boy. Like, like literally. Like, would I? Would I say I will do something for you? I will do something for you. And it, it doesn't have dollars behind it. I'm a fucking boy because guess what? There's tons of guys behind you that that have the same thing and. The more people that I introduce you to and like like guys like Josh, like like this motherfucker's a Kuyu loving motherfucker dog. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here, right? And he loves it, right? And uh I want him to know the Kafaro lifestyle. Like what hey, what is like about to experience. I know. It. About He's to about to do it. it. And what I can do is just I can just you know, sprinkle it on the salt of what Kafaro brings to my lifestyle. It isn't, I don't have to fucking post about it every day. 
I know deep inside, like, this is what the brand I'm wearing. Right? Yeah. I don't have to fucking post about it. I don't have to fucking take a picture of me working out with my fucking Kafaro fucking algae. <laughs> right? Like, I don't have to do that. It's good for the company. I get it. But guess what, dude? I keep it real. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. Yeah. It's a little overboard, right? Some of the shit's a little bit overboard. No, I told you I should have drank none of that screwball. Fuck. I, uh, you know, before we move, like, on whatever, like, I want people to, you know, to understand, I guess, if they're going to listen to this, like, uh, I, Oh, they're going to listen to it. Listen, listen, fool. My fucking downloads have went down a little bit because of you and Nestor left. But listen, fool, my shit is still fucking game, dog. It's nerdy. I love it. It's game, game on. I want to I want to toot my own horn. Fuck it. I told you. I got to say, did you see we just hit 10 million downloads Dude, on hey, hey, listen, bro. That's huge, bro. That's crazy. My goal. I know that was with that. Insane. I, 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 don't, don't listen, bro. This is this is what I need. This is what exactly what I needed because I seen what you hit right, and then I see where I'm at. I'm like, fuck, damn, this motherfucker is taking no sponsorships on the Kamara Cassidy. <laughs> I'm like, damn, we could be rich. I was close. <laughs> let's do a two. Let's do one together. Ooh. But no, here's the thing. I will say, Aaron. I am so proud of you on doing that because it's you raw talent. And I would definitely you, say it's raw talent raw for sure. Yeah. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. How many motherfuckers beg to be on, on Joe Rogan? Oh, fuck a lot. A lot. And I see so many people like, Hey, when are you going to be on Joe Rogan? And people are begging and pleading to be on Joe Rogan and tagging him and this and that and bull and this and that. Listen, motherfucker, you have been on there, Joe Rogan. I'm. I, that's that is saying numerous things about you. You've done it, and I, the only reason I'm bringing this up because you brought my name up, dog. That's my dog. <laughs> uh, I got that on replay. It's gonna be at my daughter's wedding. <laughs> it's gonna be at my daughter's oh, wedding. Uh, my name was brought up oh, by Joe Rogan because of Air Slider. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I think that, uh, like, everything we're talking about, like, um, it's fucking weird, right? When you're With what you're talking about, like, there's a hub, right? And when I say hub, there is a hub of friends and outfitters and companies and, and brothers, right? right? Where you've got, like, this hub of guys that you, that you work with and that you trust and support, whether that be, you know, by hanging out or promoting their company yep. or whatever else – and, uh, you know, that kind of goes along the line we were just talking about. That hub was kind of fucked up in the middle of everything, and people made you know more drama than they, they needed to out of it. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, the more people I meet, like, obviously, Josh, we just talked about we're going to send Josh a bunch of gear and shit. Um, we like we, – we like, um, I, I call you Walker, like Texas Ranger. No, a lot of people feel, do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, so um, – <laughs> But, but uh, you know, I don't uh, – I mean, man, and you know how much fucking, like, I've struggled mentally over the last few months. Like, man, I don't wish anyone any fucking ill will over anything unless you start to really, like um, – you fuck with my friends and my family, right? Yep. That's a different level. And, I, and 
you know, with all the shit that's gone on, like people fucking are like, like people, I've had people mess it. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to run a fucking company. I got 40 fucking mouths to feed directly. Like, yeah. I do not have time for drama. Yeah. You know, in the sense yeah, of like, man. I'm trying to run a fucking company. Yeah. You guys are like trying to stir up shit on Instagram. Like, you know, you I get know, it. Like, go I back get it. to fucking school, fill your lunchbox and fucking get the fuck out of my hair. Like, I've got shit to do. And, and uh, you, you, you and I talked like, Dude, some people would probably commit fucking suicide if they had my life. And think about somebody else like a fucking Cameron Haynes, the amount of shit that comes across. I I, I, honestly, man, it's so crazy because I get a fraction of what you guys get. A fraction. And And it's only and it's only getting worse. Right. Like it's more drama than more good shit. Right. Um, but I got to tell you about a good story. I got to tell you about a good story before we get off because um, it makes it worth us getting on social media. Um, but like guys like Cam and you, what the fuck, man? Never, never in a million years would I want that shit. Never. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. And then Dude, hey, I fucking uh, messaged. Go ahead, I messaged Simon. Nestor the other day and told him he'd commit fucking suicide if he had to deal with what I had to deal with. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, going back to what both of y'all were talking about earlier about having somebody kind of like a mentor, you know what I mean, living close by. Uh, Dude, first of all, Luke, Luke is give going Luke a crazy. fucking hug. Luke, What's going on over there? Luke, oh, he's foaming at the mouth, man. <laughs> Damn, don't ever smoke weed, dog. Don't ever smoke weed. I try to go to sleep. Shit, hey, so so people hit me up and they're like, they ask me, you know, kind of what what gives me the confidence to be able to go out and, and dive into the spike and you know alone and all that, so on and so forth. Because I'm an East Tennessee boy, you know what I mean. This is all fairly fresh to me, right? Moved out here 2019, wasn't too often long ago. Uh, you know, been hunting all my life, but this Western shit, as y'all know, it's a whole different game. It's not sitting up in a tree stand in an oak tree, you know what I mean? It's it, it's a different deal and. I don't know, and to that point that that Luke made, actually both of y'all hit on it. People ask me, should I go with a guide first, you know what I mean, and or, or should I go public land? It's like, well, what are you looking for? Like, what's the end goal? Like, what, what are you trying to get out of it? Because it's like, I mean, you know, if, if money's not an issue, I would go guided, you know what I mean? It's like if somebody calls and asks me and tells me that their end goal is to kill a giant bull, I would say go guided. Like, you're going to go out there, you're going to have a lot better odds probably of shooting a big-ass bull uh, you know, with a guy, somebody that knows what they're doing. On top of that, you're going to learn a lot. But if your overall goal is the adventure, uh, you know, maybe get into elk, maybe not, who knows, uh, you know, I would tell people to do that public land route. And now keep in mind, I cannot stand when people are around me. Don't get me wrong. I get it. It's good for business, right? CPW bringing in money for the elk. But, damn, I'm definitely not advocating for the trailheads to be more full. But in saying that, I definitely understand the public land grind. I mean, I enjoy doing it. You know, I've been doing it. This is my, was my second year. And for me, it was – I don't really have a uh, – I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have, like, a dedicated mentor or anything like that. You know what I mean? But for me, it's diving into the research, reading the books. I'm not talking about just watching YouTube. It's reading the books, learning about the ecology and the biology of all those animals. And, you know, you – you can couple that with the videos. It's great to watch it, right? But not everybody knows what the hell they're doing out there, you know? And that's that's not to say they can't make a good YouTube video. But um, to only rely on just watching YouTube and then you buy your shit and you go out there, man, uh, you know, that's tough. And some guys have to do it, right? Like somebody in Connecticut, you know, before their first elk trip, they can just – all they can do is research, study, research, study. 
But there's nothing like being in the field. And the only reason I bring that up is, you know, and again, people ask me, you know, how I can sit down and hold a, you know, an intellectual conversation about Western hunting is because, you know, I spend 24, 25, 26 days in the woods in, in archery season, you know what I mean? And, you know, for some guys, that's multiple years worth of, of uh, you know, time in the field. And, and I learn way more out there than I do sitting on the couch watching YouTube. Uh, there's something about being out there doing it, getting the reps. Like you said, Snyder, in football, you know, it's like it's all about reps. How many times can you do it? How much research can you do? Uh, you know, and, and getting out there and just being in the field is what I would say has helped me uh, to be – farther alone than I probably should be is because number one, I have the time, right? Retired hunt. I, I, all I do is hunt and research hunting. And uh, so I'm in the field a lot. And that, that's really helped me. Like for instance, this year, and I'm not trying to go on a, a tangent here. I know we're on a schedule, but I was in the woods every season, but second rifle. So it's like, you know, I get to see what those elk are doing in archery. I'm, you know, I push it all the way through muzzleloader. I get to see what they do in first rifle. I get to see them in third. I get to see them in fourth. Uh, so, you know, that, to me, just being out there doing it. Like, YouTube's cool. It's great. You learn a shit ton. But, like, there's nothing like getting boots on the ground and, and just getting out there and doing that shit, man. Yeah. No, I mean, 100%. And I think that uh, you going to make it, Luke? Oh, I'm good, bro. Oh, and it's debatable. Oh, I, I can tell. Um, I'm good. But like, with the boots on the ground or whatever. It's COVID. There, it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it's, it's funny with, like, all the different uh, – I just did a podcast with Matt Ranella on his podcast. Hey, that's and that, nuts. Those, you got balls for that. I give you fucking balls. What is it in person? It, it, what's that? It wasn't in person. No, fuck no. No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but when you when you um when you dive down, like let's say uh you're coming out west, like to some of uh, you know, a uh, social media demographic using a guide is a bad idea. Like yeah. it's like, you know, you're sleeping with your fucking sister or whatever. And the, the thing is, is when you come out West, everybody's looking for something different. You know, some people might be looking for the experience. Some people want to kill an elk. I mean, obviously everybody wants to kill an elk, but the one thing, if you go with an outfitter and I've never been on a guided fucking elk hunt, but I have guided elk hunters. You are learning from someone that knows what they're doing. And so people always look at it as if someone goes with a guide that that's their, like that's all they're ever going to do. Yeah. Well, that may be they go with a guide the first one or two times, kind of learn the ropes, learn what to do from a guide, and then go on their own after that. Now, there's 100%. other people that will, you know, use a guide the rest of their life. You know, the bottom line is, like we were talking about, you got to have time behind a trigger. You got to have time in the field. You got to have, you know. It is hard to learn some of this shit from a book. 100%. And it would be no different, and I always do these parallels, how would someone do learning football or fighting from a book? You're going to get your head knocked off. Yeah. They're going to know. They're going to have knowledge with no wisdom. Yep. Mm. You got to oh. get out there and Damn. do it to have mm. wisdom. wisdom. Damn, that's some poetic yeah, that shit is, right there, poetic. dog. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you should do like a tattoo well, on that. Well, no, I just it, – it, it's <laughs> hard for people shit. to understand at times without conk them in the head. Like if I read how to fight from a book, no, you can't I do could it. talk the fucking thing no, you can't I wanted. Do it. Yeah, I could talk it, but I couldn't execute it. If I wanted to talk about football, whether it's a 4-3 or whatever, nickel defense or whatever, I could talk about it, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing when I get out there. You've got to get out and experience it. And, and the thing is, it's fear. Uh, yeah. Well, and pissed off fucking wives. But fear yeah. stops people from you know, like going and doing it, meaning whether it be a mountain hunt, a backpack hunt, or just heading out west, it's fear. Fear of failure, fear of, fear of doing it and wasting money. I mean, there's a bunch of, you know. Oh, but yeah. You, you know, 
but get the fuck out there and do it. I mean, let's say if I wanted to go, I don't know, whatever, at the ripe old age of fucking 46, I'm like, Luke, I want to do a fight. I want to, I want to fight, man. Train me. You're going to be like, ah, right, fuck it. Let's give it a whirl. Yeah. Well, at okay. least I'll know when I leave that fight, whether I won or got my ass kicked, I tried it. I learned. I got in super good shape. I learned from, you know, a bunch of great coaches or the same thing with football, man. You tried out for the NFL. You didn't make it, but you know you gave it everything you had. You tried. Well, the thing with hunting that's different with fighting and different with fucking NFL is you can keep on doing that even if you suck until you become good at it. You can't keep trying out for the fucking NFL 15 fucking times and eventually like, well, let's give fucking Walker a try. (laughs) That is a fact. 15 times. (laughs) Yeah. But you can go backpack on 15 times and that 16th time you might succeed, you know, because obviously there's not parameters to that. You can go forever and you're going to learn every fucking time you go. And that's one of the cool things with hunting is like you, you, you know, you can go as much as you want. You can learn at your own pace or whatever. And so, like, with Josh, what you were talking about, you know, whatever. Like, Josh, if you called me and said, hey, man, I want to go on a guided mule deer hunt. I want you to take me. I want to learn. If we kill something, great, but I need to learn what I'm doing because I'm going to do this shit on my own. That's a smart fucking decision. Right. I'm going to teach you what you need to know. Right. Rather than, hey, Aaron, can you tell me your spot? Because I'm going to go in there. (laughs) Good fucking luck. Yeah, right. yeah, you yeah. fucking five, you fucking mongoid. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm hiding from those motherfuckers. Now. Yeah, no, it's, that is probably the the, the, the realest shit ever because, nah, like, yeah, even your is. dogs even know that's the shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, here's the thing like, people might have seen your truck or or whoever back in the previous days in your fucking zone, in your zone, your hunting area, right. But are they gonna still do it? Like it's it's not the hell no, dude. Here's the thing, dude. I seen I went on a goat hunt with this motherfucker, and I, you know, I played it off like I guided him, but it was all bullshit, <laughs> right? I was there. I, I think Amy beat me to the fucking top of the trailhead, right? <laughs> do you remember that, Aaron? Oh yeah, sure. No, she beat you. No, no, yeah. Well, you, you're supposed to have my back on that one, there, dog. God Aww. damn it. <laughs> but Amy, hey, well, Amy's right here. Did you beat Luke on the way in? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I thought I saw somebody. She I said, s- "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "No." Here's the thing: I saw some down the hill, so I was spotting. I was looking to see if they were shooters. <laughs> I was just looking for shooters down. I spotted some down in the pasture. <laughs> hey, real quick, Snyder, you talked about fear. It's crazy to me, you know, uh, hunting public land and seeing how many people are scared of the dark. Like I see people leaving glass knobs. Like, 25, 30 minutes early. Like, it blows my mind. And, again, I guess that's part of it. You know, maybe it's human nature be scared of walking in the dark. But I don't know. That shit blows my mind. Well, I, I mean, there's, like, I don't know. So, yeah, it is weird with the being afraid of the dark. But I'm not going to – I don't want everybody to think I'm a fucking dickhead. Right, 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 right. So right, I'm not right. going to come back. Right. But, like – there's a certain point everybody that to, listens to my channel knows you're a dick. <laughs> well, I think what it is is I'm probably more realistic or yes. blunt than you know. The the thing is, if I went in to train with you, Luke, and I was like, "Look, man, I really think I got a chance at it being something great." Will you train me with your crew? And I go out there, and you're like, "Look, man, you fucking you suck. Like you're not a fighter. Like go take up four square, you know." Yeah. 
you're going to get fucked up, right? You're, you yeah. just don't have it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like if you're scared of the dark, that's a big fucking problem, right? Yep. Okay, that's one problem. Okay, the next one is you don't really like pain. Mm. You will be still be successful, specifically if you have money, hunting. If if you know if you don't like pain but you have money, money can outweigh the ability to take pain. Like I promise you, like some of the biggest fucking trophy rooms. Let's look at Jimmy John, Mm. the guy that owns a sandwich shop. Yep, I know. Yeah, his fucking trophy room is far better than mine, and I don't know that that guy really likes to take pain, but he's got a lot of money. So if you're hacking it out on your own, do it yourself, public land. You're gonna have to become real good friends with pain. You're going to have to fucking really become like, you know, um, in depth with field craft or woodsmanship, animal behavior, and it can be done. There's a lot of guys that go out there and fucking crush it on public land. But if you don't like pain and you don't want to put a lot of effort in, you better hope to have a lot of fucking money because you're probably not going to be real successful. And that's just facts. And then people are going to call me a dickhead for saying that, but that's fucking truth. No, I don't come from money. And I'm not, I, I like pain, don't get me wrong, but there's a different kind of pain that I like. There's a pain that when I got punched in the face, I knew I was still going to get paid <laughs> for the shit, right? And that's, yeah. that's the thing, I don't, I don't know if people realize, like, when you go out and spike camp, I mean, it's, it is a grind. You know, day one, yeah. you know, you go in there and you hike in, and then you set up camp, and you go out, maybe you glass at night, get back to camp. You're laying in camp, depending on what type of day it was, hammies cramping, shins cramping, and you, you know, you just yeah. got to lay there until, you know, 4.30, 5.30, whenever you get up to go walk to your spot. But, I mean, it's not being at the spa like it's a grind like it's i'm gonna be honest with you it's a training camp type of a feel like yeah it's, it's a, a totally mu- different yeah from a muscle pain, standpoint it's like pain. training camp i mean it hurts man like it's <laughs> it's Here, it here's my like everybody asks me like why do i like hunting and i'm like well it's the closest thing that can get me to yeah. what what i miss about fighting it's a grind for real but when i walk out with justin gaethje that walkout is there's no replaceable of that that's what i used to feel right yeah the, the well, it, it isn't even about pulling back on the arrow. Like, like I, like I told you about the whitetail I pulled back on, and not even on with the bow. Like, it is that feeling I get for like a little bit of a half a second that I enjoy. That's why I do it. I love it, and that's why I do it. I, I, I honestly, this is what I found that occupies my time. It is. Can I go without hunting? I don't think I can. Honestly. I don't think I can because right. if I could, I'd poach. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think though, like with everything we're talking about, is that shit was uh, funny. Dude. <laughs> you, you go back to um, like walking in and out of the cage, or or walking in and out of the stadium. You know, when you come off the mountain with an animal, where you you mm. went in, especially public land, do it yourself. Like that's yeah. a different level. Or whether it be one or the other, whether it be do it yourself and you, you know, paid for access or it's, you know, um, uh, you know, total like do it yourself public land. Yeah. You're walking out of there knowing you beat something that has literally was born to survive, whether that be a deer or an elk or whatever. When you come back to the truck, you're not leaving a stadium or a cage, but you are you are leaving a wilderness that that very few people in reality there's what seven and a half billion fucking people on the planet Mm -hmm. you are leaving a wilderness 
with an animal on your back to provide for your family that we used to do long before that's fucking forgotten now. We bought mm. and pay for everything with, with our checkbooks. You got it done. There is something to be like that is something to be proud of, whether it was a fucking doe or a buck or a bull or a cow or whatever. And that's forgotten. And so I totally get what you guys are saying. It reminds you of the same feeling of accomplishment. And people do, which is way off the subject, when you get into the industry or the outdoor or with social media for glory, you're not going to feel the same fucking accomplishment ever. Uh, if you're doing it for fame and fortune as you are to do it because you love it and everything else is an ancillary benefit, 100%. right? When you come off that fucking mountain with an animal on your back and you're going to feed your family with it, it's primal and it's fucking awesome. And I don't think everyone looks at it that way. No, hell no. And I think that's I what even gives archery the nod on rifle. I mean, you got to listen to a guy that I love rifle hunt. I do. I like hunting, shooting shit with a gun. I, you know, that, that new cross well, we got, right? Fuck yes, you do. It's easier. Yeah. Facts. But when you shoot something with a bow, there's that nod of like, yeah, motherfucker. I shot this motherfucker sub 40 yards up, you know, <laughs> you shot this motherfucker below 60 yards. Hey, to your point, And that's to me, like why I still am enamored, man, with hunting public land is I can go in there. And for instance, this year I go in, we find a nice 180, 170, 180 buck. And, uh, I shot at a distance that I was probably shouldn't have been shooting at, but I wasn't, I was in good control. I wasn't freaking out. I never looked at his rack. I just had my buddy. who's a very experienced hunter, uh, uh, Snyder, I don't know if you've had uh, any uh, experience hunting this particular unit, but my buddy used to guide up there at uh, at Sea Lazy U. Uh, we won't say what unit, but I don't know if you ever heard of that. But anyway, good good buddy yeah. of mine, and uh, so you know he's like it's six fifty. I'm like woo, the six fifty. It's all right. I'm shooting the Christensen arms, little he, his souped up deal six five PRC. I'm like cool. Anyway, shoot miss shoot miss they had enough they take off anyway my point is i left out of there on day six with a young buck you know two and a half year old four by four you know i don't know if you saw it on ig just a young buck and but i was fired up as could be to be walking out with that thing on my pack and uh because it's like you said it's going out there and tricking something that it's it's day job is to survive like it's it doesn't have to you know, there's no reading emails like it wakes up, it lives, it goes to bed, you know, hopefully wakes up the next morning, eats a little bit and lays down and goes to bed. And you go out there and not only do you beat that, the animal senses, you beat all the other people that are at the trailhead, the campers that are at the trailhead, all that. You walk in there and to, to pull something out, man, uh, I don't know, it fires me up. And, and, you know, I don't know what it's like to shoot a 200-inch buck yet. You know, I've shot a good solid elk, you know, on public land. But, uh, you know, it doesn't, I don't know, I get fired up just taking something out of there. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And I've, I've been, you know, somewhat criticized and also, you know, backed by certain comments where I've, I've made where I would much rather listen to Walker talk about going into, I don't know, pick a, the maroon bells and shooting a cow than I would Walker going in and paying $15,000 for an elk tag. There's nothing wrong with either one. I don't give a shit. Like I'm happy to hear either story. But I guarantee your story about going in and killing a cow is going to have a lot more fucking adventure than the other option, right? Because you're going to be yeah. like, man, yeah, the it. fucking storm came in. I didn't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm new <laughs> at this. Oh, God, I was starving. Fuck, I didn't listen to you. I didn't bring enough food. God damn, I was cold as shit. I'm bringing mm -hmm. more fucking clothing next time. And 
God damn, do you bring a water pump or do you bring pills? Because Jesus Christ, there was fucking Squidwards in the water, but on day fucking four, man, I shot a cow. That's a story. Yeah, that's or a story. I paid, I paid fucking Billy Joe Lunsbuck at $15,000, and I went in and killed a fucking three fifty bull. The story is over at that point because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because you, and I don't care. I, I think that's awesome to do that as well. But what I mean is since I was like, you know, my, cut my teeth on backcountry hunting. I fucking know when you tell me that story, what you're talking you about. Relate. I feel your pain. I've been there. And again, I'm not taking anyone, anything away from anyone that goes in, in, in you know, kills an animal guided and private land. I think that's great too. There's more of a story when you got to go in there and fucking cut your teeth doing it yourself. That's a fact. Facts. That's a fact. That's facts. Honestly. Hey, Aaron, real quick. Hold on. I got a call. Yes. Listen in. Danny, you there? Yeah, what's up? What's up, man? Yeah, what's can up, you, guys? Can you hear can you hear Aaron? Yeah, I can uh I can hear you so far. Aaron, you there? Yeah, what's up, man? Danny, oh, nothing. What up? Merry Christmas Merry Christmas from me and Tina. She just walked through the door. Hey just guys. wanted to call in to say hello and Merry Christmas. Is it cold Merry there? Christmas, yo. Ah, Merry it's Christmas up. to you guys. Yeah. It's fifty here and it's supposed to be three in the morning. Oh, shit, that ain't cold. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't cold. <laughs> So it's fifty now. It's supposed to be three at like seven a.m. or something like that. Yeah, it was. It was one. Nice. So I just uh, well, yeah, I heard you guys talking about you know going out west. It was from Midwest. That was my third year out this year, dude. I fell in love with it. I but but I think it takes a different type of person. You I know, definitely to wake up, have sore feet, put your boots back on, and hike back in, and all that stuff. But I I love it. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess. What do you think, Aaron? What do you, I think we got to be a little fucked up to like the Midwest, the the West out here to hunt. Man, I I think it's, uh, um, yeah, you do have to be a little bit fucked up. You can't be a pussy. Like, what's that? You can't be a pussy. Period. No, no, you can't. I mean, the thing is, is when you tell a story of like, hey, I went on a seven day backpack elk hunt. What you know, whatever Western hunt, or hey, man, I went out to I don't know, I don't want to. Despair. I love hunting whitetail, but let's say Oklahoma. I went out to Oklahoma and killed a whitetail. My left ear is really fucking listening to that do-it-yourself Western hunt. My right ear is probably not hearing as well. And that's just <laughs> fucking fact. That's just how it works. Yeah, no, it's facts, dog. It's facts. It's facts. Uh, and I fucking love hunting whitetail. I do, it's too. It's just like... Hey, let me let me tell a story. I got dressed real fucking warm. I climbed up in the tree. I froze my dick off, and a deer walked in front of me. I fucking shot it. Yeah. Or the other end of the spectrum where it's like, you know, the whole, you know, fucking saga of backpack hunting or western hunting. It's just different. Yeah. It's fucking different. The man. photos yeah. are the photos are different. Everything's different. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it when is. you when you go in and spike and you know, and you're in there solo or with other people, but when you're spiking, you know, it's you're literally you wake up every day, it's like, How do I get on elk? Like that's your sole purpose in life for those however many days. Uh and a white tail, it. it's like, I wonder what's gonna cross me today. Yeah. Yeah. Hope something yeah. comes to the corn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the best. I mean, the best part for me is, is there's no game cameras. There's nothing. You go out and you try to get like this year. I got super close a bunch of times, man. It's the most animals I've been around, and you know, whitetail hunting. It's like I can look at my video on my camera. I can do all this other stuff. It's just different. Yeah. I don't know. I like to know when I'm hunting. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I really I don't do. Know. It doesn't bother me. It yeah. doesn't bother me. So uh, a bunch of kafaru boxes have been showing up at my house. So hopefully Tina hooked me up. 
Yeah, good job, <laughs> Tina. Yeah. Good nice. Job. Good job. Yeah. Um, well, right on, man. Well, you guys have a good Christmas, and we'll probably talk to you before then. But Merry Christmas. Hey, when that box gets there, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give Josh some of what's in that box. Ooh, uh, come on, dog. This guy's a big guy. They send it fast. Now I know he probably wouldn't have said that. Now I know. <laughs> I will. I will. Oh, I will. That's funny. I will. Merry, Christmas, Merry Christmas, Daddy. Kill some ducks, man. Oh shit! You hang up. Yeah, I think so. I think. We're oh, good. there you are. Yeah, we're good. But either, either way, hold on. We got another one coming in for you, Snyder. Struggle, you there? What's up, boys? Yo. <laughs> he said, what's up? What's cracking? Not much. The The winter storm has uh, kept me away from work, so I had time to be able to call in. What's the work? Damn, it sounds like you fucking listen to an it's A-track. It's cold as shit here. Hey, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All it's called is Eskimo Pussy where I'm at, too, but... I'm sitting here sipping on something, smoking on something, having a great time, just enjoying myself. You know, it is what it is. That's what's up. You're my dog. You're my dog. You got a question for Aaron? Well, I don't really have a question for Aaron, but more of a statement. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. It, it was amazing the way you worded everything that, that when you were talking about Frank. Because so many people are on that bullshit, like, oh, this Frank's that, like, he's not part of Kafar or whatever the fuck. I'm like, nah. It, it, to me, when I see these two people from afar, these people care about each other. So why are we talking this nonsense of, oh, well, are you going to be with Kafar or be with whoever? It, it, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it better than that, like, which I didn't do a great job of doing that because I'm impaired. But that's neither here nor there. Here nor there. You it, you did a great job of being honest and being forthcoming with how you felt. And I, I, to me, that that's a big deal. No, well, I appreciate that, man. I, I truly do. And I think that, um, yeah, I mean, the, the bottom line, and I can't speak for anybody but for myself, like I miss Frank. I wish Frank was still, you know, hanging out and everything else, whatever happened in, in between all that and bullshit or whatever, it's – you know, neither here nor there. Um, when people listen in, whether it be to this or whatever, look back on what they've said or done. It's like, you know, if you're trying to create drama, if you're, you know, whatever, it's like you probably should go see a fucking psychologist because one, this is not your life. It's fucking mine or Frank's or Luke's or Walker's or whoever. Exactly. And if you've got to live your life through other people's drama and try to create it, you've got fucking problems. And I'm not a psychologist, but I've seen some and you got fucking issues like, yeah, yeah, I, you know what I mean? And so I, you know, I appreciate what you're saying, but yeah, I just, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, Frank made his choices. I made mine and I don't, I don't wish that guy any ill will. I, I wish him the best. Yeah, Roger that. I kind of figured that's what you're going to say, but that's neither there nor there. Um, real quick. I have a stalker vortex on the way. Yeah. 55 pounds, 62 AMO. What should I go with for a string? I'm looking at 8125 from Mount Muffler, or I'm going to go with my boys from Ohio um, and and do the same thing and just install my own cat whiskers, so to say. Yeah, I mean, anything at like 8125 is my favorite. Mountain Muffler's fine. If you go with like America's Best Nomad at 8125, that's good. 
Um, as far as like the, the silencers go, yeah, cat whiskers are fine. That's like my personal preference. Um, but yeah, 8125, just make sure you use that. It, um, will, will it perform in frigid weather? Because like I'm going back to Ohio, like in my hometown, like with nothing other than a duck gun and a bow. Mm. Yeah, so, no, it'll perform better than you can shoot. Okay. Uh, I, I don't no, I'm not saying that negatively. I'm just saying even me I, or somebody else, it will I, perform I, better I, than I, you I, can I, perform. Yeah, that, that's a fucking slogan for Hell somebody's business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a slight to anybody. That's, a, that's just a fucking thing on the team. I might even start selling a string. Will you promote that? <laughs> if it comes out to where we can make money on it, let's do it. Mm. Um, God damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, hey, Struggle Man. Merry Christmas, dude. Thanks for tuning in, listening to our bullshit. And uh, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, well, can I ask Josh a quick question? Yeah, yeah, quick? yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, so as far as ducks go... Um, on Monday, I'm going to Oh, hold on. We got, we're losing the connection here. Yeah, man. See? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm just bullshitting. Go ahead. <laughs> man. On that note, I'm going to go pee while we're talking about duck hunting. Yeah, me too. Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> so what would you say, man? So um, as far as um, duck movement and duck hunting in general, I'm going with uh, one of my best friends on Monday to go duck hunting in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it... it what should my expectations be? I know we're not going to limit out. So like what are you? Ohio, are you hunting public time. land? Huh? Are you hunting public land? Yeah. All right. So um, you got you've got on X or some sort of satellite messaging deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so have you looked and saw how much opportunity is there? Is there multiple areas, or are you just really going to be stuck to one reservoir type deal, or is there places you can move around? No, we're we're looking at more of a reservoir type deal. Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're probably going to be on a handful of different spots on that reservoir, probably the biggest one being in the middle, especially because what is it just now opening up uh, in Ohio? Now, uh, duck season's been open, at least from what I know, from what I know about my buddy for a while now. I, okay. I don't know. Like, so that's- I'm so, so they've been shot at. So, yeah, they're probably going to be towards the middle. They're probably going to be in the middle. But I would get in there maybe, if you could, the night before you're wanting to hunt uh, and try to find them. And then I would just set up there um, if it's a reservoir type of a deal because they kind of like to hang out in the same little areas. Um, so okay. you, are you going to be on foot? You got a kayak or a boat or anything? I'm going to be in a boat. Um, my buddy Tyson, his, um, his dog's older, so – he doesn't want to bring her out on public water like that just in case something happens. But you so do have, but you literally maneuver on a boat to, okay. you know, get whatever we shoot. Oh, so, you got so. a, you got a boat. You'll be good. I would just go, get out there if you could that afternoon or that evening where there is a little bit of light left and see where those birds are coming into. That helps okay. a lot. Yeah, that's what I would do. All right. And uh, how do you feel about choke tubes? Like, are they as big of a deal as all these duck hunters make it to be? Or like, yeah, just- when you get at range, yeah, it makes a difference. Like, when you get past 40 yards, those extra full chokes, they make a difference. But then you get them in tight, and it it's not a good deal. Uh, I, honestly, I use a, a Kicks High Flyer. That's what I use. It's a, a long-range choke, and, you know, I can shoot out at that 40, 50-yard range um, a lot when easier. When you say choke, is it kind of like a um- – a modified turkey choke, so to say. Uh, that you know, I know they call it their long range. They call it the 
it's, it says long range on the packaging. So I would imagine it's some sort of a full, you know what I mean? Probably close to a turkey choke. Yeah, I would imagine so. But you got to make sure that uh, depending on what type of duck load you use, you know, it may not be uh, – you may not be able to run it in your to- turkey choke. So that would be something you want to look at before using a turkey choke going out there. Okay. All right. Roger that. Well, right on, man. Hey, you get that, you get that turkey choke there, Aaron? I got it. <laughs> A super full turkey choke with TSS. Anyway, what the hey, fuck I'm doing? I know <laughs> I'm high. I don't even know. All right, hey, all right, struggle sick. Merry Christmas, dog. Merry Christmas to y'all too. Hold Have it down, night. struggle. Merry yeah, Christmas, Merry Christmas, man. man. All right. This quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots, and I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen Twos. And they had the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy Boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are the bomb.com. You know, uh, guys, check them out at crispyus.com. Hey, Aaron, real quick. I ain't going to take no more calls yeah. real quick. This is one thing I want to know. Like, I, I, when I threw this on the IG and, like, people were like, hey, man, what's – we want to know what, what, what's going to – what's, what's going to happen with Kafaro in 23 and what's going to happen with Aaron Snyder in 23. And I was like, damn, that's a good question because I would like to know. So, with uh, – right now, um, the building that we were going to use for the trading – post um that actually is becoming a sewing facility so we're bringing back and and you know hiring uh, multiple sewers to sew you know the idea is basically bring everything back in house now before i go any farther people hear that and they're like oh you outsourced to china everything we have is made in the united states but some of the things we've outsourced yeah and so we're bringing that way we can do custom alterations, custom packs, limited runs, whatever else. So for 2023, we do have multiple different things we're going to come out with that are new as far as new products, everything from a bino harness, whitetail packs, shit like that. Um, but as far as from a business standpoint, we're bringing back as much as we possibly can in house. Um, like right now, I think we just hired five sewers, um, to, to start off with as far as like five sewers were training to, to do that. So with, with Kafaro in general, bringing back sewing in house, um, bino harnesses, uh, whitetail packs, multi-day packs, day packs, the normal shit amongst other things. Um, uh, you know, that 2023, that's about all we can handle. Um, you know, as far as like in a short, broad stroke picture of what we're going to do. Um, as far as with me, like my main, thing is honestly the exit strategy uh to get the fuck off of um social media to be honest i mean we're looking at it and i don't know honey three to five years to disappear is what we're hoping so when i say that obviously i um you know helped out starting a clothing company i have kafaru um i'm real big into photography i do um some military training seminar shit like that but my main goal isn't to disappear from the world entirely but what I would like to get to a point is where I'm just teaching without any bullshit. Like I don't, I don't want to deal with any drama. I just want to help people be more successful in the field and take photos. Um, 
So my hope is, is literally before I'm 50, I am more or less just out there giving seminars, teaching classes, writing articles, and honestly taking, you know, you know, more of a full-time professional photographer role, uh, than, than anything. I just, um, I don't have an issue with social media, you know, per se in a broad spectrum, but man, it, it does get old dealing with it in the sense of not the good comments and answering questions, but the, the bullshit of um, it. Um, I can only imagine. I don't know if that answered your question. No, I, I mean, it did. I, I mean, honestly, more, more so than I thought it, like, I guess you answered, you, you brought up a topic about like, you know, what, what you're going to do after, you know, in three to five years, you know, when you want to hit 50, uh, before that stride hits, like the, I see it and I have not, and I'm a piece of shit friend for not, uh, getting some yet. Um, but I will, um, the born primitive, uh, clothing line. Tell, tell me how's it going since the launch? Like tell everybody like what, what here's, here's why I didn't buy it right away. And I know you out of everybody. You have tested shit, you've done shit, but there's always flaws. My deal is, I seen your black pants that you wore at the best of the best, and I knew I was going to buy those pants. I don't give a fuck if they fucking were not warm or not. They were badass. If I, my dick could look that big, I'm going to buy them. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, here's the thing. You don't need those pants, goddamn it. Uh, but maybe it was the underwear line. I don't know. Fuck it. Maybe it was the underwear line. I don't know. But that's what I said. Like, I have not purchased any born primitive yet, but I will. I promise you, this spring, I promise you, I'm rocking your shit because that you're my dog. Like I said, 100%. Like, me and you, like, even for you to yell at me or have a a deal like and i think we've came close with this whole frank deal like we've talked about is you know like like it dude i'm your boy regardless regardless whatever happens you don't gotta worry about me turning onto some bullshit shit you're my dog i'm gonna represent your company whatever it is you know me i'm i've been with cryptic for what six years seven years now i, I wear cryptic camo you know and that's what i do in the outdoor you started born primitive, okay? I gotta. I, you're my dog, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna purchase it. I'm gonna wear it. But no, I am waiting for the flaws to kick out first. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't know. Tell me, has there been any flaws? So we had um, on the lightweight pants. We had 33 or 34 sets of uh, knees rip out. And of course, that's out of you know thousands or whatever. Yeah, thousands, uh, thousands. That was the only. It was one specific sewer that that was on the line that wasn't overlapping enough. But like overall, that's about it. Um, you know, my story with Born Primitive, I can't go into great detail, and you you know why I I think of of what I can talk about how I got hooked up with those guys. But you know, the the cool thing with that is is when I got brought on, you know, to help them out, it was like minded people with. Um, and we, you know, we kind of along the lines of what, what we're talking about with friendship, loyalty, and yeah. things like that. It was guys that had the same mindset and mentality. Meaning, we're sitting at a bar, and fifteen people fucking come in, and there's only three of us. 
the other two with me are the kind of guys that I want to look at and be like, well, live or die. We're fucking going down right now. Like we're get we're getting after it. Yeah. It's hard to find that mm-hmm. anymore. Those were the kind of guys I partnered with. And when they asked me to design and I didn't do it all on my own. Frankie is a fucking stud. He's the dude that does the tech packs. We had the same philosophy, the same mindset. We had some guys behind the scenes at a high level um, in the military that, that, um, you know, guided us in certain different ways. And so when we started that, everything, I guess, I don't know, honey, I would say just clicked, meaning we had the same philosophy, the same mindset, the same, like everything Uh to make the best apparel we possibly could for guys um, or gals um, at, at a high level that also were supporting veterans, were supporting, um, everything that we know in the second amendment and all that shit. So it was like really cool to be able to partner with people like that, that trusted in me to be able to design it as well. I I get that, man. I honestly, man. So I knew born primitive, like when they worked with like, uh, the CrossFit people, but then they started getting the UFC deal, like with Macy Barber and all the other. And then when obviously they started working with you, I was like, dude, that their shit looks dope. And I knew you were going to bring something to, then because you, I mean, look what you've done with Kafaro, right? So, I mean, I say this in a, in a, in the nicest way possible. You, like, you could fucking come out with my overalls, my bib overalls, and be like, yep, this is the shit. And people are going to buy their <laughs> fucking overalls, right? Like, you, you can. Like, you have that influence, that type. Like, if Aaron's going to use it, I'm going to use it. If Aaron's chewing fucking bubblegum, I'm going to shoot bubblegum. If Aaron's going to fucking do Copenhagen, I'm going to puke my guts out chewing bubblegum. Copenhagen, right? Like like a screwball. Screwball yeah. should pay you fucking stupid amounts of money right now because I'm going to tell you right now, they should pay us, honestly, because it's a co-brand. <laughs> but, like, well, look at their stock. I don't know if those motherfuckers are liberal or what, but they're fucking us. Yeah, they and it, it, yeah. it's stupid. But, I like, here's the thing. Like, look at that. Like, look at what social media done with that. Like, look at all the hunters that have started joining Screwball, having drinking of Screwball whiskey because of you. Right? And... It, it, it's it, it's stupid, Aaron, of like the the positive, negative, or whatever whatever you take it as. Um, and this is one thing I've learned being around like guys like you, guys like Josh, guys like Justin Gaethje, guys like you know just like Rose, like all these high influencers that just does it. like when you put something out there. Guess what? People are gonna they're gonna do it and they're gonna sample it. And they're going to try it, and they're going to promote it, and they're going to tag you and do this. That's good and bad. Whether it, it is like like me, like, you know, hey, I missed today. <laughs> I'm taking Gladiators Unleashed. <laughs> That's Luke. All right. I, yep. Welcome to the club. You will. You will miss. That's me. Um, oh, I'm going to do a can. Of, I'm going to drink some whiskey tonight. Screwball. Aaron Snyder gets tagged. That company is bought right there. It is good and bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always not about the, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to carry out this bull elk in a kafara pack. It's, it's, it comes with everything. And that's what I re- I've learned so much about this uh, social media game. Celebrity status deal is 
what you put out there is, and it's crazy because, you know, now that I own a podcast, what I put out is what's being said. What Thousands and thousands of people are going to be here of this. And you know it. Whether it's good or bad, they're going to hear it. And guess what? Oh, shit. Aaron was drinking screwball with Luke last night. Oh, fuck. Hasn't drank fucking liquor in fucking two years. Now I'm a bad guy. Uh, yeah, you did make me an alcoholic. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, as far as, like. You're a grown-ass man, dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, when people say that, I'm like, obviously, Luke is not following me around making me drink screwball. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but. I might have started the wick. (laughs) Yeah, we lit the candle, but I let that fuck burn. Hey, Amy, the sex has been way better, though, huh? (laughs) No, because sometimes I drink too much, I get whipped. Come on, Aaron. He's not saying anything. I'm just saying, yeah, like, man. functioning like a high-functioning alcoholics go, I'm fucking leading the race. No. You know, like-minded people, great products, fucking super good dudes, like paralleled what I, what I saw and what I wanted to do. Um, but, yeah, like I see J.R. Larson, um, when you say off social media, does that include no more Kafaru cast? You know, I don't fucking know. I, I do know, like, when I got into this, I had no idea of the position that I would be in um, now. And I'm not, you know, it's been a great life, and I'm not complaining. I, I, I've, I've been very blessed. But the, the bottom line, and Amy would probably attest to this as much as anyone else, in 2007, 8, 9, 10, whatever, you know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't, like, technology was not my thing. I was li- living in a very small one-bedroom apartment and just kind of figuring it out to get out in the woods. I would like to get to a point where I'm literally just teaching and not dealing with any bullshit at, at like, face level. Meaning, I don't want to turn on fucking Instagram and see somebody sending me a message about some dumb shit. Yeah. I just want to help people in the outdoors take amazing photos and post those up. I don't want to be doing podcasts with fucking Matt Ranella justifying why I kill 40, 50 animals a year. I don't want to hear some fucking asshole telling me that this site is better than another. I just want to fucking help people do better in the outdoors and whatever it takes to get to that point is my goal. Whether that be no more Kafaru cast or Kafaru cast or videos or seminars, I just want to get to a more peaceful life. That is, that is my goal personally well and and this may be something i'm just thinking ahead like here's the thing man there's a lot more of us like-minded people that me and you we see eye to eye on uh, and there's tons of people to see eye to eye with you on tons of things you know whether you you leave doing social media or whatever but i think if you just did and your name aaron snyder as the podcast they know what they're gonna get it comes with the territory, and that's that's on your that's on your dime. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I I'm gonna talk about this. This is what I talk about, and whether you bring on an audience, a co-host, whatever, that's on you. This is what I will tell you though: when you leave social media, it, it won't change. Nope. But when you get back on, things are a lot brighter. Things people are a lot happier. I promise you that. Like that that that's that's facts, man. The internet's always gonna be there. 
and you get off and you disappear and make make your life better, whatever, and a little simpler and maybe less screwball in your life, cool. But when you get back on and do a do a do a podcast here or there or come on and send a picture of the dogs, Amy, whatever, people are gonna like that. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, you do a lot more good than you do a lot more of the bullshit that you harp on. And I, I that that's just been me, my experience. I have felt like I don't give a fuck the feedback. Like there's been a podcast where I've had people on here like why are you why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you talking about this? Because that's what a podcast does. Right? It is. We talk about certain things and why'd you listen to it then? Thank you for the download. You know what I mean? Like don't you don't have to I'm not telling people to sign up to to listen to the podcast just like you. Like they don't have to listen to your fucking Instagram. They don't have to tune in on that. Aaron, man, people do it because they want to be here and listen. The haters are not, period. And that's why I say, like, you just got to keep doing you, man. You, that's what, that's what you're good at, man. You could, I don't give a fuck what you, what, uh, whatever you do. It doesn't have to be a backpack company. It could be photography. Like you, you remind me so much of my head coach, Trevor Whitman. He can do whatever he wants. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And you guys will fucking have followers, people tuning in and listening because you know why? You're generally who you are. You're not trying to fake it to fucking make it bullshit. You know? And that that yeah. was kind of the whole thing of me wanting to get you on the podcast today. I don't even know how this was here. I feel like people realize like, man, you and Aaron haven't done a podcast for a long time. You guys ain't friends no more. And I'm like, dude, I can miss, I can have a, I can have an argument with you and it's going to be okay. I see you at a trade show or whatever, and I'm going to hug you maybe after we punch each other, who knows? I don't know, but I'm going to hug you. Hey, we're going to be good. You know what I mean? I ain't going to hit you in your big yeah. ass dick though. Cause that motherfucker is a big I, ass I, dick. I, yeah. <laughs> I So like what you're talking about is exactly what I was talking about earlier. Finding friends like that is hard, right? It takes a lifetime. Like, meaning you and I beat the shit out of each other on fucking Friday, and on Monday we're, like, shooting bows. Yep. That 100%. is gone in, in this day and age. Like, that does not happen for whatever reason as much as what I'm used to, yeah. you know, in, in, you know, in the past. Um, hold on. One, Matt Anderson, would you say hunting and the outdoors saved your life? Um, no. No. Um Maybe the outdoors, um, that's a lot to unbox in a very short period of time. But um, I've always been an outdoorsman since I was a kid, so I would not say it saved my life. It definitely has made a great life for me. But, um, you know, I wasn't ready to put, you know, fucking 10 mil around in my brain pan. And then the outdoors came and I stopped that. But, yeah, it definitely has changed my life for sure. But, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, you know, what you're talking about, yeah, you and I could beat the shit at each other on Friday, and on Monday I'd be like, "Hey, Luke, you want to come up and and drink? My eyeball yeah. hurts." Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's normal man shit to me. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just the way we were brought up, or or or, or taught. I don't know. I honestly, Aaron, I don't know. I just know this is what I do know. The people that are around me now, when you left, right? Like guys, like you know, 
my 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 circle has gotten so much smaller since I've I, I've turned over forty years old, right? Like, it, it's crazy, and um, you know, I I get around like all these big celebrity fighters now that have you know millions of followers. I don't need any of that, Aaron. I know it could help my brand. I know it could help my podcast and this and that. But like, with all that is more drama, dude. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, if they're gonna oh, come fuck on, yeah, I know what you mean? If they're gonna come on my show, it's because I generally like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I generally like I have something in common with them, and we can bullshit. Yeah, bring your following, bring my bring my status up. It's cool, whatever. The downloads will happen. But I don't give a fuck if you're a nobody that just started a social media uh, uh, program. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. Josh Walker is a perfect example of it, dude. This guy played in the NFL with Green Bay Packers, Jacksonville, who, who's who, right? And he didn't want to do social media because he didn't want to, but he started a podcast and he realized that's what you got to do, right? You have to do it. So you're talking to a guy that just barely hit a thousand some followers and now, and now you're talking to a guy that's played in the NFL that has, and you look at anybody in the NFL right now has, you know, 70 some thousand followers or a million followers Easily, his buddies that he has on the podcast all the time on his podcast as the blue check mark certified blah 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 that he's supposed to be status and you got the host that played that did that just like you don't give a fuck nobody like the whole the, the it just I literally wouldn't have even have started social media if it wasn't for the show. Like, yeah. I literally would not have even. I, I used to talk shit about it. <laughs> I used to talk shit about it. Now, you see how far behind I am. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, if it wasn't necessary, I wouldn't have it. I mean, that, I don't know if that's a tough pill to swallow. I, I wouldn't have it. It's, you know? it's good and bad, Aaron. Right? That's what I told no, it, you. That's what I told it, you, right, no. Aaron? Yeah, no, it is. And I'll, I'll give you a, a prime example because I am not a big fan of professional sports. Like, I fucking hate them, right? Like, it's not my thing. Is I would give, you know, and, and, and Walker, take this for what it's worth, two shits about you or um, Derek is another guy, Derek Wolf. Mm. Um, you two. We we uh, I'm a wait. Fan when, of both why teams. they gotta be my boys, dude? These guys are my boys. God damn it! I'm trying to find comfort here after I lost you. Okay, I, I'm just I'm just saying the um. I'm the, trying to find the, comfort after you left. Okay. The, the 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 NFL professional sports thing, and Amy will tell you this more than anything, does not make two fucks to me. Like I could give a, yeah, I could give a shit. Obviously, you're, you're cool friends dude. with me more than Derek and <laughs> You know what I mean, though? If you're a cool dude and you're trying to get after it, right, and you're doing, like, the, the things for the right reason, that is what is important to me. Like, if I ran into, uh, you know, you, you tomorrow, Josh, like, I wouldn't be sitting there saying, oh, fuck, you played in the NFL. It would be my, like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're friends with Luke, man. You are a cool motherfucker getting after it in the outdoors. I, I This sounds bad, but... I mean, minus maybe Barry Sanders and Lawrence Taylor. I don't fucking <laughs> care, right? I, don't, I just don't. Right? That's like, two. That's two gods. So hey, that's all right. Like, I mean, Why they gotta be I black? Mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> minus the fucking crack on Lawrence Taylor's side. I mean, that dude is fucking crazy. One of the best but, ever like, played a game. Period. Yeah. 
he fucking changed the game on defense. Like he is a, a, at a different level. And then Barry Sanders, obviously, you know, with what he did on a shitty team. But like, I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't really, you know, like whether you played football or you were great at fucking badminton or basketball, <laughs> I don't fucking care. I care that you're a cool person, you're a good person, and you're trying to fucking get after it and and like live your dream. You know, obviously, Josh, that's what you're trying to do. So I'm not taking away anything you did at any. I don't mean that at all. Um, you know, physically and everything like that. I'm sure. just saying personally, it wouldn't make a fucking difference to me what you played in. You're just yeah. a good dude. Yeah, and yeah. people look at things totally different. I found um, at times because in in anybody that knows me. I don't fucking care, right? What you did, it's what you're doing now, and what you're all about is important to me. And obviously, you know, Walker, like I like what you're all about. So it's funny how people um, don't look at to me um, at what's important. It, I don't give it. You could be a total fucking cock and have four NFL rings. You don't mean shit to me. You could fucking have lost four Super Bowls and be the coolest motherfucker on the planet. That is what is important to me, and I'm a little bit different probably than most. But that's no shit. And I, I, I honestly think that's why we all get along so well, Aaron. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, that's kind of why you got you, you and Justin get along, and like it, it, it doesn't take much to weed out the person that doesn't belong in a in a in a, a group sitting, right? Like, it doesn't, and. When you've been around with so long with so many people, like this is one thing I will say, like I'm no so, I'm no soft bitch, right? Josh, you no soft bitch. Like he's hey, Josh, Aaron. In case you didn't know, I beat Josh a couple times on my rage. <laughs> hey man, listen, he ca- he caught me on the chin a few times, man, up there. <laughs> you know? Living in the past, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. but I gotta bring it up, right? But this is one thing I will say. Like it doesn't take much to sit in a, a circle and fucking find out what one of these kids don't belong here, right? In in our circle, it's pretty blood, it's pretty fast. Like the first fucking five ten minutes, you know, I'm cool. I can hang out with you. I can kick it with you, right? Aaron, I will tell you this: that was not the case, and I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that me and you have became. What we what we and and um, you have became, and I'm happy for you in Wyoming. Make me everybody's like, man, you miss him. I'm like, yeah, everybody, I miss him. I, I, you know, fuck, man, I do. I, I I do miss you being around the road. I knew you were right up there. If I got to pull you out this time of the year, guess what? I would have done it. The, the whole <laughs> it, it, it is shitty, Snyder, because I just I, I've heard about where you used to live. You're not far from me either, man. That would have been perfect. I mean, I'm right down, uh, right down the road, down 126. Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, he has a way far. bigger truck I'm than mine. Far. He could have pulled you out. <laughs> 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 but the the moral of the story is, Aaron. Like, look, man. I know we've been uh, catting along, talking about this bullshit for a minute, but. Man, it's Christmas time of the year. New Year's coming. Uh, I don't want to take nothing away from you of what you did to move your company all the way to Wyoming and the people that came with you. Man, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm so I'm happy for Kafara. Period. 
and I know you've seen the ups and downs of the whole deal. My whole thing is, man, I represent your flag, and I, you can't see me, but I'm pointing at your sign behind my studio, and that I have everybody that's been behind this wall here on the podcast. Like, man, you're gonna. We're going to come to blows if anybody ever talks shit about any of these companies, except for my bookie.ag. I'm going to fuck them up. <laughs> but <laughs> all these other motherfuckers. <laughs> but listen, like, Kafaro's been there from day one, and you, when I say you, it, I just appreciate it, man. And yeah, it might be a little vodka talking, but guess what, man? It, it is, man. It's, it's Christmas, and guess what? I'm thankful, and I love you. And minus if you if, if you hate me a little bit more, then because I'm still kind of friends with Frank, I'm friends with Frank, you know. And I'm sorry, but I love you. I, I I'll do. I go to bat. I'll take a bullet for you. Trade season. Trade show season's coming, right? And guess what? Your name's gonna get brought up to me a lot. And guess what's gonna happen? I'm gonna either get thrown in jail, or I, or, or I'm gonna get thrown in jail. Period. Because guess what? When they talk <laughs> shit about you, guess what happens? They get fucked up. The righty, the nineties coming out of retirement. You know, and that's just it. Because I know your ass ain't coming to no trade shows. No, I am not a trade show guy. And uh, no, I don't give a shit. That you're friends with Frank. I wish I wish Frank the best. Um, yeah, truly. Like I, I don't. Uh, you know, it's been brought up a shit ton, not just today, but, you know, whatever. But like, It's been at the peaceful. End of the day, it's good. It's good. We didn't yeah. try to. Yeah, it's good, like, man. It's This is not what I had in plan on the podcast for fake shakes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, oh, fuck it, whatever, shit. right? I mean, the one thing I would say is like with, well, I've said many things, but like I, I truly like miss Frank. Like Frank was. You know, not from a business perspective. I'm leaving that like aside. Like, I just miss, you know, Frank being around. He's a cool dude. Um, you know, I will say some of the people that stirred up shit in the, in the, in the interim, like Jake Downs, for example. I really, really fucking look forward to seeing Jake Downs in person. I can't wait to say hello to that guy and uh, shake his hand and fucking talk to him like a man um, face to face. I'm really looking forward uh... to I really hope you watch this because I'm really fucking excited about seeing you like my old friend. But after that, like Frank, fuck, man, I hope I can do whatever I can do for Frank. I will do it. I hope I, I wish him the best. Um, Jake is a good hunter and uh, I was friends with Jake and I don't have any issues with Jake until recently. Right. Meaning I just stopped talking to Jake. Uh, Brian Broderick's the same way. Owner of day six arrows. Arrows are great. Broderick's a fucking super cool dude. Um, it was like the fucking ex-wives club when Frank and I split up, like all these guys that I stopped talking to. Like when I say that meaning, like I don't bash Brian Broderick or day six arrows. Broderick's a good fucking dude. And day six arrows are awesome. This podcast is brought to you by cryptic, the best hunting and fishing outdoor tactical gear on the planet. That's right. I said it on the planet. That is why I wear it and my team wears it. Guys, check out Cryptech.com, and when you go to the checkout, type in our code, GLADIATORS. That's all capital letters, GLADIATORS, to save that money. Cryptech.com. Just like me, 
I'm going to put myself in the same category. Anybody knows about me in the outdoor industry is because of fucking Aristotle. Guess what? I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. I know when the fucking world, you know what I mean? Like you do not smack the hand, the house, the fucking hands is fed to you. Well, it's, it's just, like it's that. not that, like... Very close. And this, Almost. <laughs> it was something like that, right? Don't smack the bite hand. The, bite the hand of feet. Yeah, don't bite the hand. Yeah, bite the hand of feet. When you, when you look at, and you know, whatever, while we're talking about this, we've been drinking too much. You look at, like, Brian Broderick. Again, I brought him up a minute ago with day six. Brian Broderick is a fucking funny motherfucker. He's good to hunt with, and he never did anything wrong to me at all. I just chose with the, the, the path I was going on with Kafaru to, to, to separate with him for him to run his, his arrow business on his own. Yep. But it's a great arrow, great broadheads, right? I, I don't have any issue with Brian Broderick. He may have issues with me. With Frank, I fucking miss Frank to the core, and I wish things were different. I wish Frank the best, and I, I have and will continue help him. Hopefully, you know, people call me, whatever, get him a job. Good dude. Like, Frank, obviously you know, is, is someone I would consider a brother, even though shit happens when it comes to Jake downs, Jake is someone that, that, that has so much fucking hate towards like when you listen to his podcast or when you listen to him talk, um, like I've seen him call people, like call people douchebag and fuck sticks and shit online. I mean, Luke, you know better than anyone. Do you really think that fucking like bald fucking Elmer Fudd looking motherfucker is going to call someone gotta, like me no. anything other than sir when they're standing in front of me? Hey, listen, man. Bring I, that I, same energy. I, Bring that here, same energy in person. That's here's here's my thing. I will not say anything to anything about anybody on the internet forum or anything that I cannot say in person. So if I'm going to fucking smack you in the fucking face, yeah, I'm going to say that. And I'm, uh, that's just it. Like, if I know, I, I said it, I said it a million times, man. I, I see even like some of the people that I have just, you know, like half of my people that I've had falling out in, right? In this industry is like, I'm like, I'm done with them. Fuck them. Right. And you might be cool with them still. Cool. Whatever. Right. It, it doesn't matter. It's not that I don't want them to eat. Shit. <laughs> You just ain't welcome at my table, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is. It is what it is. Do it. Well, you know, they could be them, Aaron, is a deal. And there are some times where you got to smack a motherfucker, and you do. You got to smack a motherfucker to know to, to to tell them, hey, listen, running your mouth will get you fucking slapped and fucked up. Well, and I, I just, uh, like I said, like I totally – like with all this again, like there was that, like I said, that ex-wives club, I don't have, I understand where Frank came from. I don't, whether I, I agree with it or disagree with it, it's totally like a moot point. I get Frank. I understand what was going on. Brian Broderick's the same fucking way. Like mm-hmm. he and I were partners on an arrow company. I separated great arrow and Broderick is a funny motherfucker. Yeah. When you get to a guy like Jake, he has really nothing to do with any of this. He's unsponsored, even though he's been paid by people. Why the fuck is he telling tons and tons of people about how bad of a person I am when you know for a fact, as well as Amy does and many other people, I tried to help him in the industry, gave him a bunch of gear. I've seen fucking he, like shit people. He texts people. I've never got a free Kafaru pack, shit like that. That's a fucking lie. He was paid by fucking 
uh, Bob Lee, when I stand in front of fucking Jake Downs, if he's not shaking like a cat shit and fucking razor blades, he's either fucking stupid or fearless. Because that motherfucker has done things to me that are unforgivable. Everyone else I'm cool with. I just, again, like I look at things from a very realistic, broad spectrum, meaning, again, like we bring up Frank. I get Frank. I totally understand where he was coming from. I love Frank to death. I wish him the best. And I can quantify or or rationalize with his decision making. And I, I miss that motherfucker every day. Broderick. Great arrow company, great broadheads. I understand where he's coming from. Hey. And I should stop drinking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, man. I I I didn't mean to fucking bring you there, but I'm so glad I did. <laughs> that got me fired up. <laughs> Woo, God, this is like a no. halftime speech, right? I felt like I was like an intermission. I fucking ready to roll, bro. Hey, if you can up. see us right now, we're ready to go. <laughs> hey. 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 It's just about it, it's I won't say it's about being a man because it's the same thing for a woman. There is nothing that I fucking say on a podcast right now that I won't apologize for or fucking stand up and say, fuck yeah, that is exactly what I meant. Meaning I've said shit that I didn't mean or I need to apologize Uh, for. 100%. I will say that. Yep. Yep. But there's other shit that I've said that I truly fucking hope. And I hope people, when they listen to this, understand is like, look, if I say... I don't know. Let's pick it. But uh, Luke, let's let's talk about you. You're a buddy. Goddamn, Luke, you get way too fucking drunk on the podcast. If so, you confront me about that, I'd be like, well, goddamn, Luke, stop drinking on the fucking podcast. 100%. Easy. Simple. Right? Uh, or Walker. Jesus fucking Christ. Walker, you just started fucking getting into hunting. You're going to you're gonna make a TV show? You're going to come back like, yeah, it's my fucking dream. I'm like, goddamn, good on you, dude. Fucking live your dream. <laughs> good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're chasing after your dream. I literally still do not take anything for granted. Josh Walker sitting right here. I do not take him fucking for granted. I make sure that I got a jar full of bud for him. I'm cool. If you were here, Aaron, right now, (laughs) I would have screwball ready for you. Right? I don't care who you are. I take everybody deal. Derek Wolf, perfect example, right? He was a superstar in the NFL, Bronco Bar. Right? If he liked vanilla ice cream, I would get him a tub of vanilla ice cream for him. Right? Luke, what you're talking about to me is that what I preach to my crew is you treat people with the respect. You, you give people the respect that you would like in return. Right. And so when you were talking about like listening to a podcast or you're like, I don't go, if I don't like Chinese food, I don't go to a Chinese food fucking restaurant. Yep. Right. Like you give people the respect that you would like in return and meaning if Jake has chosen to give me the respect that is horrible, like no respect whatsoever, that was what will will be returned to him. Now, will that become a physical altercation? I fucking hope so. But if it doesn't, I would really like to understand, like, what exactly did I do wrong to him? I understand, like, Broderick, I separated from him. But, like, with you and I or, or, or Josh or Derek or whoever – you guys have been nothing but fucking cool to me, cool to Kafaru, like very supportive. You return, you you deserve that in return, and and like what you were saying is like fuck. If if you treat people that way through life, if I don't like Josh, I'm not going to go talk shit about Josh in public. I'm not going to say oh fuck whatever. Like I'm just not you know 
Yeah, I just you're not going to put Chinese yourself food. around by him. Yeah, away. right. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, I like Josh because we're about to send him a bunch of fucking backpacks and shit. I think he's a cool <laughs> motherfucker. But if I didn't, I just wouldn't send them to him. When people dive into, because of the internet, the other side of that, it, it's, in my opinion, you're being a fucking coward. You are, you, are, you are basically hiding behind a computer screen, and I fucking do not do very well with that, which yeah. you guys are seeing right now because I've been drinking too much. No, it's not about drinking too much, Aaron. It's about who you are and what we all stand for. Josh, you're a perfect example of the whole thing. I am too. This is what people need to hear. This is what people need to hear. And it might be the guy that's listening to this be like, damn, I, I'm guilty of doing that. Cool. Be guilty. guilty. But guess what? There's consequences of coming with, you know what, your your keyboard uh, warrior. Because somebody's going to snatch you up one day. And you don't have to be behind a keyboard to fucking get caught up. You might be in a fucking Chipotle line and, and you might say something smart that you're so used to saying on the internet. And guess what? <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm going to smack the fuck out of you. Hey, I think that kind of, uh, and to your point, that kind of, you know, people that live and die by the, what do they call it, Twitter fingers, you know, having Twitter fingers, thinking you, you know, you can say whatever you want on the internet, right? That's kind of leaking out into real life. For instance, the example you gave uh, a couple episodes ago that we did, something about being in the Wendy's line down the road yeah. and somebody feeling, and it's like, man, you don't know, do you even know what you are capable of as a person? And that's what I think most of the high level people I've ever been around, like, they know what they can do, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, some people never even like for for you luke it's like that person that you know cursed or whatever they did in line it's like do you know who's in that car behind you like no. why are you so confident to do something like that when you haven't done shit physically you know what i mean yeah. it's like why would you you feel that way i don't know because the internet because the internet the internet you can just say what you want on the internet but real life is real life now people are about that action it's because you wake up in the morning you're on the internet lunch midday afternoon Evening before you go to bed, you're on the internet. You're seeing what's on the platforms. Is that not true, Aaron? Is that not true? No, no it's a hundred percent true. And I think that, um, like, I don't want to dive down like too big of a wormhole with this. But what I'm getting at is, like, if um, you know, you have like the 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 trolls, right? The trolls are people you don't know who the fuck they are. Right. Like they just talk shit like, you know, Josh Walker, you were horrible fucking whatever the fuck you did on social media. But you don't know who that is. But then you have the other people that you know who the fuck they are. Mm. It's different at that level, meaning like when I say that, like if you made it into the NFL, you are not a bad fucking football player. And I've given Amy shit like that. Well, not Amy shit like this, but you know how people stand and fucking yell at the TV screen. You fucking suck. And I'm like, well, they're in the fucking NFL. They're pretty fucking good. Yeah. How the hell did he jump off sides? How is that possible? <laughs> you yeah, can't yeah, talk exactly. to the man like, next to you. He's a foot away. I mean, Josh, what the hell are you talking Christ, about? Block that but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, meaning you made it, right? Yeah. But when you get to the 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 point, know somebody, and it's not um like an internet fucking shill or hater or whatever, it's a different fucking level. In in I I I am amazed at at what people say. Like, let's pick up um, well, shit. Let's talk about Cam. You're good with that, Luke. Yeah. Okay, Cam Haynes, does he do fucking, does everything he do I agree with? No, of course not. 
is Cam a fucking hardcore fucking guy? Yeah, yeah. obviously that dude can get after it. Does Cam fucking hunt, you know, like high end fucking tags now? Yes, he does. He kills elk on different ranches. Did he get to that point from earning it on public land? Fuck yes, he mm. did. So if I'm online, you know, typing a fucking way about how fucking Cam only shoots tame elk, it is difficult for me to watch and read that because I know Cam came from public land. Now, yes, he's hunting different ranches and yeah, shit now. What she deserves. But fuck, he worked his entire fucking life to 100%. get there. I, like, I, I, I didn't play fucking pickup basketball for 19 fucking years to win an NDA title. Uh, you know what? I, I like, that's not a very good analogy. But no, that's horrible. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you get my point. Uh, yeah, like no, it is. It's a, it's at the same point. I'm over three for elk the the last three years. Over three. I've had this year was the biggest elk I've ever had in my life in my life in my sight. Right, I did get it right. But what happened? Hold on. What happened? Right, I, <laughs> I got target panic. <laughs> I bitched out. <laughs> I, could, I could hold the steady, Aaron. I could hold the steady. And that's why I choose Bowen. Honestly, I choose it, Bowen, because of that moment right there. At fucking hey. 60 yards, Aaron, I was shit. I, dude, I looked like I was jerking off an elephant in my mouth with my release next to my face. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. That's what happened. But listen, Aaron, here, here's the, when it all comes down to it is I, you know, I don't, I don't, honestly, Jaywalk could uh, understand this. You can understand this. I can understand this. And all I can do is just put it out for the, the listeners. Listen, if you can't say anything in person, to a guy face to face, mm. then don't write it. Mm. Period. That's just it. My whole deal. And if he can, well, man, man up, dog. Mm. Cool. I respect that ass whooping you're going to get because you're going to get that one. It's very simple. With everything we've gone through and been through, I'm not going to be against Luke, right? Like Luke was my boy for fucking a decade and yeah. nothing's going to change, right? Yeah. When you get the guys that dive in to stir up shit in the middle of that, yeah. Probably uh, going to break a few fucking mugs and cut their fucking heads in pieces because of that. Because it, it's it, like, dude, it's fucking a, stay the it, fuck out of it. Yeah, it's a, a huge difference of what what people know, like, really what uh, a friendship is. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people that want to be your friend because they want to make it in the industry. Aaron, you know that, right? They want to yeah. be your friend because... Oh, man, he can help me out. You're a perfect example of me, personally. And I'm not I, I'm not going to take it away because I would not be in the industry as far as I am now if it wasn't for you, Aaron. For me and you always going out to the fucking American Bowman shooting. You know what I mean? Oh, you're good. Um, or you taking all my money on the fucking thing. But look what it's led to us, to the fucking best of the best of everybody traveling everywhere to come and shoot our archery tournament, you know, every year. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you, me and you could have a falling out tomorrow, and like, Luke, hey, I'm not going to sponsor you. Guess what, dude? Oh, hey, are we going to do the best of the best? If not, we got to figure shit out, right? Well, 
That's because you and I and Josh are men. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> I said maybe so. I just, I, I just look at it totally different. And I talked to a guy the other day about this, as far as like how you, how you, how the world has changed over the last two decades. And, um, you know, for me, like I like to talk to people in person, whether it be on the phone or in person. But meaning, like, hey, man, let's let's talk about our differences. Let's figure this shit out. I just had a phone call with a guy yesterday. Um, you know, well, I'll just say it, John Barklow, because I, I had I, I had started a clothing company and I called John. I'm like, man, I apologize. I hope there's no hard feelings because he is a big player at Sitka. Yeah. We talked about it like men. Now, if John started posting online things about me or I posted things about John online, that's fucking like bitch shit. Like that's like four square. I'm a pussy. I'm going to fucking stand up and like you know, be proud online and cause a fucking ruckus. I don't fucking dig on that. Like, I, I think that shit should be handled like grown ass adults, not online. I will hundred percent agree with you. Um, I, um, and I, dude, you act like I'm not your fucking friend from fucking, like I'm, I don't have your back. Me being Barklow and you being Aaron Steiner, me outside looking in, do you think you probably should have talked to Marklo before you started Born Primitive. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. Well, then cool. Then what? There's yeah, no, no issue. No, 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 no. No, 100%. And I mean, you know, the bottom line with, well, I keep saying the bottom line, but like with all this is handling shit uh, to a certain degree as far as like with Marklo, for example. Barklow is one of my closest friends and I would do anything for that guy. Like yeah. literally anything. He's a fucking solid dude. And I love that guy to death. He's, he's a brother. Um, you know, Luke, you're the same way. Does that mean I'm going to agree with everything you say or what I no. say? Of course not. No. Or, you know, whatever, but you handle that shit. And, and I hope people that are listening in understand what I'm trying to get to here is like, you handle that like a grown ass adult Talk to somebody in person on the phone, like, like figure it out, like come to a conclusion, like you don't have to agree and settle things diplomatically and as an adult. When it goes past that, I just fucking can't handle that. I just, I don't like it. So Luke's, uh, Luke's handling some IT stuff, but I agree 100%, man, and it comes down to, I think, what Luke had said earlier about minding your business. I mean, before you type something, before you text something, Sit there and look at that and be like, if I was sitting across from this man at the bar, would I say these things that I'm about to text or that I'm about to write, whatever it may be, uh, you know, and again, I'm, I'm new to social media, man. Uh, I was on Facebook there very, very briefly, and uh, I still have it, but I'm not very active there. But, uh, you know, I just started my IG a couple months ago, and I get to see this stuff, and it's like, that's crazy. Like, the people say this shit, I guarantee you three-quarters of them would never say that face-to-face. -face. And I've only ran into it. I've only had one instance of it on my page. I had a guy, I posted my muzzleloader antelope buck, and he was like, literally all he said was, those horns are short. That's all he said. And I just didn't reply because it's like, what? Like, what is that for? Like, yeah. what is that? You know what I mean? Like, what the hell does that <laughs> Like, why did you come to look at Like, why are you here? Talk about my horns are too short. Like, show me your fucking 
uh, buck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are we what are we talking about? And my point is, is like, would you be sitting there talking shit to me at, at the bar there in that town where I was at? Would you no. say that shit to me? Because we'd have more words like, than I, what I just had. I can tell you uh, firsthand, I've seen you and no, like that would be the general answer would be no. <laughs> like they probably would not say that to your face. And that does not fucking mean like size or whatever. Like the, the bottom line is, is like, if I'm going to say something like, Josh, your horns are short. Why am I saying that? Ooh. Okay. Like, like break it down at a fucking very base level. I am telling you that to make myself feel better, uh, you know, about what I've done. Meaning, oh, I killed a bigger antelope or whatever the fuck it was than Josh. So I'm going to post online to make myself feel better. By, by by downplaying or casting fucking shadows or shade on someone else, yeah. which is bitch shit. Bullshit. Absolutely. Bullshit, man. Like, so if I ran into you on, on, in person compared to online and you shot a small antelope, why the fuck would I even say, like, am I really walking like, hey, brother, exactly. you shot a little antelope? No, that's not going to happen. Now, in my case, if you, if I saw that, be like, dude, fucking badass, man, you got an antelope and you said, hey, man, fuck Th that antelope hunt was fucking rough what should i do on this next hunt and i give you advice yeah what fucking good comes from me saying your horns are short no in a personal yeah. level? nothing no nothing nothing online it makes me have a bigger dick so if i'm gonna mm. say hey josh your horns are short or whatever the fuck was said that means I have some psychological issues. I should probably see a fucking counselor over, maybe talk to my mom or my dad, because <laughs> I said that shit just to make myself feel better. Because if we were in a bar, do you really think a guy's going to sit beside you like, hey, Josh, Walker, like, I know you played in the NFL, but goddamn, that, that antelope was little. No. <laughs> it ain't happened yet. No. Not going to fucking no. happen. No. Yeah. No. It, and, that, and that's what it all comes down to is – if you can't say anything in person, don't say it. Well, it's kind of like what both of y'all were talking about earlier when you said kind of treat people how you want to be treated, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, for instance, you know, etiquette. I hate to use the word etiquette. It's not the golf course, but public land etiquette, right? You know, that's like a hot topic, like how you act back there, you know, the unspoken shit. Yeah. It's like if you just do what you would want done, that would straighten out a lot of shit, right? I mean, I, I just don't – some of the shit that I see get done on public land, it's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? It's like, think about if that was me. You know what I mean? If that was you. I know. You know, it's like, if you just think about it that way. Uh, for instance, like I told you um, last episode. So last year I hunted fourth rifle, and opening day was Thanksgiving. So I told uh, Kendall, my girlfriend, I was like, we'll go down to your folks' house. We'll eat Thanksgiving. But next day we're hitting it hard. So she came with me the next day. There was somebody at my trailhead. So I was furious, but I kept on driving. Went to a, about 10 miles down the road to another trailhead, went in, didn't do any good. But what do I do? I go home, and I'm like, at 3 o'clock, I'm going to be at the trailhead where I want to get to, which I was. I was the first truck there. Climb the hill. I'm glassing up bucks. End up missing a buck. I come out. There's four trucks behind me. Oh, it's yeah. like, damn. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I saw the one truck, and I kept driving. But, you know, there's four dudes, you know, that were like, you know what? Eh, you know what? I'm going to keep hunting here. And I don't know. It's not a big spot. Snyder, we'll talk about it after we're off air here. I'm sure you drove by it a thousand times. But, yeah, man, people just some people just don't give a damn. Uh, no they don't yeah no they don't and i mean like i'm very like with 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 whether it be backpack hunting or whatever like obviously there's like i have a rule like a i don't know like a rule book of my own and when i say that meaning 
you know, if a guy's at like photography the other day, when I came in to, to uh, photograph those sheep, there was a guy parked in a, in a parking spot where he hiked in. I drove past that. I kept going. Cause that was kind of like, okay, he's got that. He got here earlier than me. He, he did whatever. I'm not going to fuck his shit up. Like there's a rule book of my own for public and hunting, yeah. whether that's right, wrong or indifferent yeah. that, that I try to follow. Yeah. And other people, you know, whether my, my rule book's correct or not, do not fucking follow that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it has a, uh, a part of morals, morals, you know what I mean? Like, dude, just like Josh said, that it's perfect, man. Like, dude, you ain't going to go hunt a hundred yards away from this guy. You're going to run into him. Well, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's like what I was telling you last episode. Long story short, in, uh, I was out fourth rifle for a cow hunt, and I get to a glassing spot plenty early, and about 10 minutes after shooting light, it was still pretty dark, could barely see, just enough to glass the base, and I could hear crunch, crunch, crunch. Come with the ridge, I look over, I see two big old round guys in orange. I'm like, all right, well, they're going to see me sitting here because I'm where they're wanting to be. They're headed up the trail right where I went. So I'm like, they're going to see me. So I see them pull their binos up. I don't wave or anything because I'm like, they see my big ass sitting here. Like, I'm not waving. I want to show them I'm not very pleased that they are there to please kind of go on. So I'm sitting there, and they look at me, and they continue to glass in the same basin. I'm glassing in, even though they know they got beat to where they wanted to get. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I keep glassing. I look. They blow out about 10 mule deer does and a cow elk, which is what I was glassing to shoot. They blow it out. And then the next time they glass up, you know, I'm flipping the double bird. Now, was that right? Probably not. But... It was just, it's just like, man, like I wouldn't do that. If I if I pull my binos up, I see a guy up there 125 yards away. I'm too close. I don't want to hunt with you. No. Like I got beat. I'm either, hopefully I'm in good enough shape. I'm going to be able to go farther. You know, I'm just going to keep walking past. But in those guys' instances, they probably weren't. So it's like, okay, walk back to your truck, drive to another spot. Now, was I in a hard-to-get-to spot? Not really, but it's kind of a spot that my buddy told you, uh, Snyder, the guy I was telling you about, uh, my buddy from the guy that at Sea Lazy U, spot he told me about, super easy to get to, but kind of only the locals know it. Tiny patch of fucking National Forest, tiny little spot. So it's kind of an easy-to-get-to spot, but you got to know about it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's the only spot. It's like you're right there yeah. or you're down in where the animals are. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, it's like, damn, like instead of just sitting there 100 yards away and parking yourself you know you got beat to the spot go somewhere else man like because yeah. how would you feel if that shit got did to you yeah it ain't gonna fly oh fuck no i get it like i've been there like i understand true <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know man honestly man this might be the best podcast i put out on the <laughs> today 140 140 fucking podcasts it's taken but i like honestly though this is one thing i will say aaron about you is your um and just your honesty is uh, goes a lot a long ways with me, man. And and I just hope that never changes because, man, if there's something that's ever on your chest or something behind your mind you need to ask me, ask me. Just same thing with like there. There's been a couple things like, damn, should I call him and ask him? I have talked to you about this now, and I feel like I know better. Yeah, I better ask you and talk to you about it because if it's something on my mind, I better ask you about it, period. Better be safe than sorry, right? And I just think I'm so glad that our friendship has been this this good because I don't know if I if I could stand Aaron be mad at me <laughs> and, talk, and talk to me. Like, <laughs> I'm fine at the fucking. I, I gotta say though, up. like I have never I have never been fucking irritated at you, like. There's been times where 
again, we just talked about it. There was something recently that that, that, that happened, and I called you. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. All good. 100%. Like grown-ass adult. Yeah, no, talk. You know, no big deal. I think with, um, you know, anything like whatever, like I obviously we're like rambling on um, that, that if anybody, like if people take anything from what we're talking about, one is like treat people with the same respect that you would want for yourself. And if you choose to treat someone with like less respect, understand that they're going to do the same to you. Rightfully so. On that note, on that note, Aaron, on that note, Aaron, what'd you give me for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not telling. It's a secret. (laughs) My too, brother. My too. Hey, uh, oh, oh, fuck. On that note, man, I know you've been rambling. And we've been talking, and we just, we we better stop because it's kicking in longer. Hey, on that note, listen, hey, tell Amy, I said thank you for giving me two hours and 30 minutes of your time because I feel privileged. You probably. It, it feels, it feels privileged. It feels like old times again. It really does. Yeah, you probably should cut some of this off because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, people are going to say, oh, he's an owner of a company. He shouldn't be saying that, but fuck it, right? Like, whatever. Uh, um, I tell you what, there's, what it is. there's only 137 people listed in live right now. <laughs> well, I really fucking hope they screenshot this shit and send it to Jake. Um, but on that note, a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this dude. That's why. Oh, yeah. This is why I will be far for life, yeah. dog. Facts. I will. I Facts. swear to God, uh, uh, man. Honestly, I here's the thing, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt your fucking rant right now because fuck them. Like, here's the deal. You 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 you. I mean, everybody is whoever they are, right? It's all about be the person that you want to be. And when it's time to face the music, it's time to face the piper, dog. You know what I mean? If you only got one shot, what Eminem say? What you going to do? Huh? Mm. What you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, Aaron. Hey, on that note, I honestly just want to say this. Hey, what does a pussy and a cigarette have in common? I don't know. <laughs> the closer you get to the butt, the more it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got you kind of took that Got from mine. Okay. That, that's what I meant to do. All right, delay, delay. My bad. But anyways, okay. Hold on. Wait. Oh wait. I'm gonna tell mine for those right. who haven't listened. What does a nine volt battery in a woman's butthole have in common? What is it, Josh? A nine volt butthole. I don't know. No matter what your friends tell you, no matter what, you will end up putting your tongue on it. <laughs> Fast, it don't matter what they say. <laughs> 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 All right, boys and girls. Hey, Aaron, you know what? Yes. Break me down. Break me down like old times. Okay, break me down like old times. Give me a few Fuck, sponsors. I don't know if I can remember them all. I know, just I'm give me a few. Six, right. six is a good one now. Yeah, no, we're good. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Peace, Love, and Hope, because that's all this last <laughs> podcast was about. No hatred whatsoever. Unless you're Jake Downs and I'm fucking coming. <laughs> Dig Optics, because they're fucking awesome, and Anthony is a badass dude, and they also hold some amazing events. Taito Knives, because that's all I use, and I've fucking cut up more animals than 
I don't know. An Indian tribe? Mm, let's see. Fuck, I got to think. Cryptic outdoor group. Because I love Josh and Butch, even though you may be switching to Born Primitive. Sorry, Josh and Butch. Um, <laughs> fuck, I can't. Uh, who else? Marsupial. Marsupial gear, because he keeps copying shit Kafaru made, but I still like the guy. Go ahead. I'm on a roll. <laughs> the Hanger Co. Uh, yeah, Luke Douglas with Hunt Hanger Company, because he's an awesome dude. And by some fucking miracle, that dude shot a giant sheep, which is not fucking easy to do. Um, XLR Industries and Viking Armament, because that fucking gun legitimately has sat in the back of my fucking Can-Am, and I have never cleaned it in three fucking years, and it's still on like Donkey Kong. And that bitch has never seen a cleaning kit, so that fucking thing's awesome. Um, what about Kafaro International? Uh, Kafaro International, because I probably should not have done this podcast while I'm drinking, but I still want to remind everyone, Jake, I'm fucking coming for you. Uh, mm, uh, Justin Gatesy, because even though he's kind of small and looks like I might be able to take him, he would fucking kill me, and I love that dude. Oh, I fucking love you, babe. I wish I wish you and Amy a, a Merry Christmas, man, and I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful that we just became who we are, man. Honestly, and I, Does that I'm mean actually you're cutting me off. No, I just, I'm just honestly thankful that that he, Walker is getting a taste of the Kafara life now. Like he's been, he's been so scared to fucking hit you up and talk Boy, to you. Lost. And I was like, dude, that's my dog. <laughs> nah, listen, listen, listen. listen. Quit rocking cool nah, you. Quit rocking cool you bullshit and get with the Kafara life. <laughs> listen, I, I just see how many questions Snyder gets asked. I'm like, man, I'll be down if I'm gonna hop in his DMs. Let it, let it chill out. Let time go by. I'll hit him up when the time seems right. You know, let him answer the questions. <sighs> and, you know, busy man. So yeah, <laughs> but I'm excited, very, very excited to uh, be a part of it. Sure. Yeah. Wow. No. It's same the best same on our end, man. We're we're looking forward to working with it's you. It's the best thing and, uh, you've ever happened to you. That's, I, I know. Real shit. <laughs> yeah. No. And truly, I guess if I say allegedly, I'm good. So, like anything I said that could get me sued, I meant to say allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I like go. that. Yep. Allegedly, yep. I might come yep. out the shirt. <laughs> allegedly, like allegedly, we out. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Don't hang up, Aaron. Fuck. <laughs> hey guys, I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you for all your support. Um, do me a favor, check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in, ask Cody questions all from the app. So check it out. Uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at Gladiators Unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you. <laughs>